screen, alert, 654 Jose, okay, on nothing. Welcome to Third and Eight here on Next Door Radio, brought to you by Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment. Let's get the show started with your hosts, Brandon Adcock and Jason Varner. Hey guys, welcome back here to Third and Eight on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. Man, I got a lot of things on my chest, but Chris found a 23-second segment to say it for me. Hit it for me, Chris. <laughs> and that was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. We threw that game. We gave it away by doing that. We gave them the friggin' game. In my opinion, that sucked. What's that? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. There's not many um, nights for coming here with utter sadness, disappointment, and whatnot. But 26 to 11, the Jacksonville Jaguars, though, with the upset of Sunday in Week 18 of the NFL season, knocking off the Colts. Man, the Colts have to do one thing: not two, not three, not four, not five. Just go on the road and beat the worst team in football. And they couldn't do it. You know why they couldn't do it? Because Jacksonville showed up ready to play. I mean, I don't know that they're the worst team in football. Statistically, they are the worst team in football. They have the number one pick in the draft, which constitutes them being the worst team in football. That is fair. And I would take the Lions any day over the Jacksonville Jaguars unless they play like this. Hey, with Trevor Lawrence starts <laughs> for two touchdowns, no interceptions. The man is through two touchdowns since the month of November. Chris, that's the month our, uh, our Christmas is in with Thanksgiving. He threw two <laughs> in this game. He had a bad snap at the 20-yard line. He caught the Bible snap, rolled right, and threw a dart into the back of the end zone of the Marvin Jones. In yeah. the other game, fumble, six, pick six. In the other game. This game, he's decided to show me Ronnie Bass off, you know what I'm saying, to remember the Titans. He was full of sunshine today. I'm sick of Trevor Lawrence already. Sunshine. I cheer for Trevor Lawrence coming out of college, and he's not – he. honestly, I'll blame my head coach. I feel like old man Monday was coming. Good I know. I, was getting, I thought the music was getting ready. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, like, I started to have this as my old man Monday, though, but, uh, yeah, that was a guy last week who gave me plenty of fodder, though, for this old man Monday doing Antonio Fair Brown. Enough. I'm starting to do Antonio Brown on this whole Indianapolis team and walk out doing jumping jacks on the show. If I can do jumping, dude, I can do jumping jacks and trust in my ankle in these uh, halfway <laughs> dusted Nikes. I'd probably do that, man. But how do you go on the road? They have won mm. twice all year. We won twice this month. <laughs> and you get a ball to your best player half as much as you do your quarterback who threw picks back to back. He threw two passes, two picks. And our coach mm. is like, hey, let's go shotgun and spread it five wide the whole rest of the game. Jonathan Taylor averaged five yards a carry. He literally carried the ball exactly half as much as Carson Wentz threw. Now, I do love our Frank coach. Uh, boy, I almost said our Frank coach head right. <laughs> I'm so pissed off at Frank Wright. Uh, yeah, I'll change his name to head. Our head coach, Frank Wright. Frank Head. But, yeah. Now, but at the same time, dude, you need to realize you are not a throw-first team. You are a throw-first coach, and you need – don't put square pegs and run holes. Run the football. Mm. I ain't got my coach hat on. Yeah. Like, that's how mad I am. Like, I usually got either my Super Bowl hat on or, you know, sitting my blue coat hat. Like, I ain't even worried today. I'm ashamed. Ashamed. Yeah. yeah. It's got a T on the end. It, it's you know. a holidays. Respectfully. <laughs> I, yeah. hate I hate you so much. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, uh, last week was a rough week for everybody. You know, the COVID bouncing back and yeah. the quarantines and the, uh, you know, Dennis calling and, and everything. But the, the one thing that came out of last week for me was the fact that every once in a while I still feel like Nostradamus because I yeah. predicted yeah. Jacksonville beating them. Because and for whatever reason, Jacksonville is just – 
It's, it's like a thorn in our yeah, side. It's their Achilles heel. It's like Duke yeah. and NC State. Like, yeah. the rest of the year, Duke would mop the floor with State. It's just when they meet up, they're like, hey, watch this. Or, or like Miami. Last night. Mm. I hate Charlie Moore. <laughs> He's a transfer from Cal. He kind of was like. Who uh, set their freshman scoring record. Yeah. I hate that guy. Yeah. He hit two of the most improbable shots in that game. He pulled up though from the logo at Duke. Kind of like Trevor Steph Lawrence. Style. Picking the ball up on the fumble and dishing it out. <laughs> like, so, here's my thing. Does it change your affection for your Colts? Are you still going to be a Colts fan next year? Yeah, I'm just mad right now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like being mad at your wife and taking, you know what I'm saying, your red ring off and just landing on the countertop and just walking off going to play Xbox for a little while. I'm just going to play Xbox for a little while. Well, here's the reason I asked that question. Because oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. Yeah, hey, I know what this is. <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> I, mean, I just got, I want to get, this my old man money. I want to get out of the way. And, and it's being basically how the Washington Football Ooh. team, yeah, organization, <laughs> again, Chris. yeah, uh, <laughs> handles situations since basically their inception. Uh, we've always found a nice way to mess it up. Well, if you haven't heard, uh, two two twenty two is has been named the official day when we will release our new name and our new logo. And since the commercial uh, by President Jason, uh, I don't forget Jason's last name, but Jason, yeah, Garner, yeah, uh, the other Jason <laughs> yes. was released. Uh, there's been tons of speculation about what the name's going to be and what the logo's going to be, and some of the leaked things that come out is, uh, at the very least, uh, disturbing. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and you know, when the name first changed, I felt a lot like Jake, uh, a lot like Jay Gruden did on the uh, the recent Redskin po- or uh, Washington podcast when he said, "Hey, we should have never changed the name." I was that guy. Why are we changing the name? Uh, don't care. I like Redskins. Been Redskins fan since I was, you know, born. I don't want to change it. They were smart. I'll give it to them and wait in two years to change the name because I've had a little bit of time to say, you know what, okay, fine. I'll accept the new name. I'll still pull for my team. Until until these leaks started happening right after the video in which they said, well, there's been a new patent placed by uh, you know a prominent uh, football team for the name Washington Groundhogs. <laughs> No, God, please, no, 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 no. I swear, boy, y'all's league's worse than Kim Kardashian's. Go ahead. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so, I'm going to just sit over here. So as bad as, as bad as that name is, I, ha- I have resigned to the point that I'm like, okay, even with the name Groundhog, which, you know, put a tinfoil hat on me, whatever, with them releasing the name on Groundhog's Day, you kind of have to speculate. And then I'm doing my research, and I'm texting Chris. I'm like, this thing could be real, dude. Uh, look, Groundhog <laughs> is one of their native animals there in D.C. So, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because you say that, you know what I'm saying, like it was nothing. You went full Alex Jones in our group yes. chat for like 35 <laughs> Yeah, man. Look, it's supposed to be 25 degrees of Washington. That, that, you, know, you know what I'm saying? You know, had, you know had, that's how they feed it, 25 degrees. Like, it was just one Groundhog fact after. I'm just like, I, I, it was in here. I like it. Yeah, it, it, I, and so I'm I'm scared, but I'm like I, I'm pumping myself up for the failure that I know is coming. So I'm like, there's no way they're going to call us the Groundhogs. And then I'm thinking, I I just resign to the fact that fine, we can be the Washington Groundhogs. Just give me a cool logo. Oh God, give me a cool Good. logo. God. I see the logo at the patent office. It looks like a woodchuck. What, it's it not even like a. It's like a a special. It looks a like one of those angry beaver truck, things yeah. that they used to have on Cartoon Network or the yeah. Nickelodeon or whatever. I, I yeah, mean, they might as well have spit in your face. <laughs> and, then, and so that, 
so there's that possibility. And then there's, there's this other possibility of the commanders or the, or the Armada or, or, or the admirals. No, but or, that logo. Right. And I'm good with any of those, any of those military-like names that you want to sign to the team yeah, as a vest. That's sense. cool. Yeah, yeah, and you're DC. Sense. I'm good with it. But then they released the logo. that Now, now pause for a minute. Day. Somebody said, well, that looks like a, a soccer team logo. No, it don't. Because if you look at the soccer team in D.C., they're D.C. United. They got like an eagle or a, like a bird with its wings out looking all cool and stuff. That's not what that logo looked like. It looked like a... like a, It literally a, looked like something like a... I don't know, like a ninth grade art class would do. No, you like, know what? I'll be real with you. If Washington puts it out to Fiverr, they'll get a better logo. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you. You know what it reminded <laughs> me of? It reminded me of like some small island nation's national flag. A big circle with a bunch of lines on it yeah. and a letter. It's too busy. It, it don't make sense. Yeah, and I'm like... Out. How are you going to fit that on a helmet decal? <sighs> like, I'm not being funny, but that's a lot going on in a decal. Like the, I'm, I'm telling you, man. Now y'all just got the W. At least that works. You it, know what I'm saying? We just got the horseshoe. Well, Dallas and, got the star. Carolina got the cat. they said that it's clean, right? Yeah. The there was nothing was clean. clean about There's it. There's nothing clean about that. So there was that not, can't be the logo. I'm praying That's got to be one they balled uniform, up and threw out. Those uniforms, you know what I'm saying, that had the stars on the cuffs and yeah. whatnot. That's nice. Yeah. Y'all should stick. You I told you we were going to try to steal that star deal, man. I tell you, like, you know, and the Burgundale is better than the blue one anyway. I'm just going to say. But. With all that said, I'm, I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be real with you, Washington. I've resigned to accept any name you come out with, but I will not resign to accept any logo. I'm telling you right now, if you're gonna kill me with a name, the moniker's got to be good. And so I've decided that if if Washington doesn't come out with a decent logo on two two twenty two next year, I will either be a jaguar, a lion, or a viking. I'm resigned to that. Hey, Chris, take it away. Because I don't know how to approach that. Like, well, I was okay. going to say your best bet on that was to be a Viking based on the rest of that then. Cause, yeah, like, <laughs> I'm not sure. You know what I'm saying? No, that's a career path you choose to take. Like, I, I don't mind pulling for losing team. I don't mind pulling for losing The Lions will at least try. They, they <laughs> have not. They have not. They the Packers and put up every trick play in the book. They, they play hard. They got nice-looking uniforms. They, they got a cool coach. logo. Yeah, the coach will bite your kneecaps off. Yeah. You said it. Yeah, I love yeah. What's not to like? Anything would be well, (laughs) other than the city that they play in. But other than that, Lightfoot. I'm just saying, next year, next year, Washington, you found me one more time with some just dank logo. (laughs) I'm going to be a jaguar, a lion. He could handle the decades of disappointment, the sexual allegations, the bad feel. I can do it all. (laughs) That logo is the. I'm done. That that says you know it's in the proverbial line cross. Yes, absolutely. To go from the look to go from. The, the regal Indian head where, you know, he had this, like, regal-looking Indian chief on the side of the helmet. You just look bad. Like, you were like, cool, man. I Everybody, you could look at that logo and be like, I want to be that guy. He looks cool. To whatever that was on that other logo <laughs> or that beaver that looked like. I'm telling you, if y'all the beavers, I would forever pick on you. <laughs> look, I'm not even mad about being called the groundhogs or the beavers. Like, I started thinking about it because I was mad. And I go to the place to contemplate that every other man in America goes to contemplate <laughs> when he's mad. The yep. toilet. I was going to say, and I'm sitting there, the and I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm sitting on my, my throne, and I'm asking myself, can I live with one of these names? And I started reminiscing. You know what? The Oregon Ducks. Nobody would think a duck would be cool. But you look at them uniforms. You no. look at that logo. Phil Knight with Oregon, you know, made Oregon cool, plain and simple. Hey. There's beavers. There, there's all kinds of names in college. Yeah, leave it to them. Hey, and they, they look. You know what? I wouldn't think they'd be inspirational, 
but they are. They're, you know, cool logos. <laughs> you have to find, you so would have to find a head coach named Ward. Hold on, hold on. Are you telling me that you want it to be the Washington Ducks? No, I don't. Okay, because I thought Washington. what you were trying to tell me was there's a bunch of quacks in Washington you was going with, but I was just checking. It wait. would make sense. You know what? I could wholeheartedly stand beside that. <laughs> it makes sense. All I'm saying is you can't. You can change the name because you might have thought the name to be offensive, but there was nothing about that logo that would have been offensive. That logo, you can look on that, and and I don't care what color you were, what what race you were, what it don't matter. You look at that logo and you like. That guy, whoever that guy is, and there is a history for the mm-hmm. gentleman who was on it. That guy was cool. That guy's cool. And that commander's logo would offend me a little bit. That commander's that logo hideous. should offend yeah, you. Yeah, because it hurts your eyes. It's just yeah. like lines and, and going all geometric. I don't, like, dude, I don't know what that. I, w- I wouldn't want it for anything. I wouldn't want no. that logo for a business. I wouldn't no. want it for anything, much less a sports team. That's all I'm saying is out of all the things you got to get right, you got to get the logo right, man. You got to get the logo right because you don't. People don't have to remember your name. A good logo they'll remember. And I will. I mean, look right here. That that's that's cool, man. The Indian head. This guy was. I mean, everybody wants to be a warrior, a chief. All that's cool looking. So if you don't get this right, you can have a great name. You can come in with a, the Commanders and be a great name. But if the logo's that crap. Nobody's gonna want to be it. That's, that's all I'm trash. saying. That's that's my thing with the Carolina Hurricanes. Carolina Hurricanes have a great name. That logo, Sorry, logo. That logo ain't it. Sorry, logo. That logo is, cool yeah. colors. Great name. They could have went like Greg Fisher, actual Hurricane, and done better. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying. They like, used Hurricane on. Ida or something. I don't know which one Ida was. I just know it was named Ida. It took me a long time to get through that. That's a, as a Washington fan, as anybody who respects the game of football. No, no fan of football of the NFL. Should want Washington, whether you hate them or not, to have a piss poor logo because it reflects on the entire organization. And that's all I'm saying. If you don't get anything else right, guys, get that part right. I mean, geez. I mean, you already got the worst. <laughs> Big stadium. That's funny. Used to be a beautiful stadium. You've let, it, you've let it fall into disrepair. <laughs> that's crap. Literally. Falling head. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you want to take out. You want to take out. Yeah, you want to take out Hurts. Do it a different way. Yeah. This pass for St. Pan to Watch these railings. We'll sack him one way or another. Just me- you mess. They've messed up so much this year. I don't know how this GM keeps his job. You mess up Sean Taylor's, you know, induction, retiring of his jersey. I swear. That, you, that was that was probably the most egregious thing I saw across the. The you know well, and you just go ahead like it didn't happen. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Like that. Yeah, he, he handpicked that just as soon as the allegations you know since it was released. Like that one. But that ain't Dan PR though. Stuff. That wasn't Dan. Yeah, that yeah. was Jace. Yeah, yeah. That's a GM. I'm saying, like yeah, that he should have known. Like read the room. Sorry, yeah. Chris Market. Come on, read the man. room. Yeah, read the room. You messed that up. Then you gonna mess this whole name release up. This logo release. Like I get you want to build. Some suspension, uh, like whatever. Whatever, I can't talk right now. I'm, I'm, I ain't Y'all gonna lie to you. Better over there, ain't you? Yeah, it's what it, I ain't even going there. Like yeah, that? I'm just telling you right now. It's exactly like. But I'm gonna tell you, somebody better build that uh, daggone handrail back better because you about <laughs> you about took out Jalen Hurts. This you you didn't make the playoffs. I'm not blaming Coach Riviera. I'm not. I thought Ron. No, I like Ron. Y'all I like Ron. Seven to ten this year. I like Del Rio. Yeah. I, you know. I, you know, I like Heineken. I like I like. Hey, our I do got some good news on the horizon for you about Washington. Though it's a good note that you may need to 
here. Uh, you know, here briefly. We can touch on y'all's game real quick because it had no implications. Yeah, we won. Twenty-two to seven, y'all. Yeah. Uh, he beat the Giants. And hey, real quick, man, I want to talk about some. You know, something about the Giants head coach Joe Judge. Obviously, that man is going to be fired. Yeah, our show is going to come out on what's called Black Monday across the NFL. It's where head coaches get fired. But you know, they come out I, said he wasn't going to though. But after that. See, I come out last year and said I was going to start a really intensive workout program. You see me <laughs> to progress over the past year. I'm down like, like I don't know, like mid-40s. It ain't going great. Anyway, Joe Judge has got to go. Judge got to go, plain and simple. Like, that that stadium was stark empty on the last home game of the year. That's in New York. Yeah. That's, that's in New that's York. That's tough. And those fans love the Giants. The Jets fans could hit or miss. Those Giants fans are deeply passionate. And he has no quarterback now with Daniel Jones. Who knows? You know, who knows about the GM? Who knows about head coach? The whole franchise needs to bust down. Daniel Jones needs to go find someone else to play at. Not him, it's them. And just build from scratch. You know, Joe Judge got to go. Speaking of got to go coaches, I think we should take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors. And when we get back, I think we need to touch on that more depthly. Let's talk about all the coaching possible vacancies. That's what we're going to do with every yeah. game. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Is their coach staying? You know what I'm saying? Is their coach staying? Okay, no, cool. Who do you think is going to end up being there? So what we'll do then when, somebody's we come, gonna yeah, be in New York. when we come back from break, we'll jump right back into the Giants and who we think should fulfill that role if Judge Joe gets the boot on Black Monday. Hey, call me. All right, hey, thank you, Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment, for sponsoring this hour. Third Night here on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. When we get back from the break, like we said, we're going to talk about who might can fill the role of head coach in New York. Who would even want it? We'll know. We'll talk about it when we get back. Hey guys, welcome back to the Thursday on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. I almost missed my cue. I was scratching the inside socket of my eyeball here. <laughs> That's um, a good itch sometimes too, ain't it? It do be feeling good. I, oh, I man. will say that. Hey, not as good as, you know, making it into the playoffs though, but at least I know what one of those feels like this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't worry, none of us do either. Yeah. So. <laughs> no kidding. Even my son, man, poor yeah. fella. He, okay. So so he had He was closer than both of us. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> me and him had the same chance and both of us in here looking sad and disappointed yeah. on Sunday night. Good grief. Yeah. Boy. Anyway, so, oh, you know, well, I was going to say before the break, we had talked about you know how your feelings on Joe Judge needs to go. And I don't know if I'm there yet, and I don't know if the Giants organization is there yet. They typically move a little bit slower than yeah. that, uh, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, but you know, let's for a minute, let's pretend that that on on Black Monday that hey, this happens. Joe Judge gets the boot, you know, in a complete 180 from previous statements from ownership. They they remove him in the GM. That's what I was going to touch on. In your mind, who who fills those roles? I would almost – I don't know, man, though, because Dave Gettleman is the true problem. He can't draft. And if you give a halfway decent chef bad ingredients, his cooking is going to suck. Mm. I like your analogy. So – Shout out to Cooking Network. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, and Rachel Ray. Yeah. Send a check. And Rachel Ray. Yeah. <laughs> um, whew, like cold grits. But <laughs> – they <laughs> think like cold grits. Nope. You never seen cold grits on the butter? Yes. All right. All right yeah, carry on. Just, Joe Judge. You know, he, <laughs> yes, but. It's a family yeah. show. So, yeah. um, you know, hey, Joe Judge is probably, you know, he's in a bit over his head, I think. And I think Dave Gettleman has hindered him by drafting poorly. So, you know what I'm saying? Using in a marriage is usually not just one person's fault. I think that both of them need to separate and find happier pastors. Uh-huh. 
So then who fills that role? I'll tell you what's not going to be is Urban Meyer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why? There's plenty of places to get lap dances in New York. Urban, you know what? Post lap dance, he was a 500 coach. Honestly, best case scenario. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what no. I mean? Like, Honestly, like, I think in New York is going to be somebody who's old and stringent. Like Jim Caldwell or Doug Peterson, who I think those are the top two head coaching candidates out there right now. I do think that New York is going to try to get flashy on how I cut a mortar with Byron Leftwich. That's just my opinion. New York? What you think New York would? That's never been their thing, though. They yeah. don't really do the. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is that like it's always been an older, stringent kind of guy? Judges, I mean, judge, even you know, with Judge, it stringent. was like, yeah, you know, he's kind of like, okay, okay, okay. However, the guy who make, I don't know, just try to just try to excite the fan base. Give them something. Cook clean. Give them something. So who in your so if you are in the ownership seat right now and you and you know you Jim decided Caldwell. that you're going to fire so you're going with Jim Caldwell that would be my answer to any of these questions Jim Caldwell he's an adult in the room and right now that's what y'all need in New York like if your choice is really if bad football if team. your choice is between Jim Caldwell and keeping Joe Judge which one you do oh Jim Caldwell Jim Caldwell okay. that's not even a debate for me all right all right moving on I get him at first though okay who you who. Is there any idea who you would like to replace the GM there in New York with? That was tough. Not Trent Baalke. Um, I don't know. I don't know who the GM candidates are who are available across the league. That's not something I'm really in tune with. Usually when they hire somebody, I'm like, oh, I remember that guy from so-and-so. But Dave Gettleman, ain't, honestly, he ain't drafted good since Carolina, and he barely did it here. He just hit on Luke and Cam, and it made up for everything else. Okay. All right. Well, move on to the next. I just Giants is tough for me. It's a tough market. You got two teams splitting that market. And they're both bad. Yeah. And and it's crazy how different the Jets and the Giants are. They're yeah. the same city. Yeah. But they're completely different organizations. And still failures. To be fair though, the Giants are much better franchise. You know, than the Jets. Historically. Historically, than, yes, than absolutely. I, I'm not going to judge the Giants off a couple of years. Yeah. Because they typically are a really good team. So. Yes, two more places, you know, who are going to have head coach and Vikings, you know, very shortly, though, and that's what we're talking about now, was the Chicago Bears and Minnesota Vikings. Oh, Merry yes. Christmas to Jason. Mike Zimmer has been told he is out. You know, I'm, I'm announcing this early because our show ain't going to come out until tomorrow night, but I'm just telling you, if Mike Zimmer's getting the boot. Yeah. No, remember, New Year, New Us. We are going to be releasing the podcast as soon as we're done here. Fair enough. So Video I'm announcing well. Sunday night that Mike Zimmer's getting the boot. So you can go back and look at all my predictions for tonight and watch them happen tomorrow because I'm Nostradamus. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would, he's yeah. getting the can. Jason well, I'll tell you what I feel good about. Yes, now. thank you. I've been preaching this <laughs> message. Nothing yeah. against Mike Zimmer. I think Mike Zimmer's a fine guy. He needs to be hired immediately as a defensive as a defensive coordinator. You know what? In some cases, he might could go somewhere and be a great head coach. Like for instance, if he's fired in Minnesota, you know where I think would be a great spot for him to land? Where New, New York. York be a perfect market and team for him as he's a defensive minded coach because defensive minded coaches do in well in New York. And he's like the say nothing, do nothing kind of coach. Where he's yes. like, okay, y'all can yell at me though. I'm just gonna be like, all right, great defensive mind. <laughs> Which blows my mind. I was going to say, and how fans they have in Minnesota regret argue with that. Yeah, but they, yeah. no one can deny his ability to draw up an exotic blitz and it work. Yeah, right. But for some reason, they they really were struggling on offense. They bring in Kirk Cousins. Their offensive production goes up by three to seven points per year. Their defensive production regresses by ten points per year, it, which is why they maintain. The near 500 record year after year after year. They were year. under 500 again this year at 8-9. So, no more 500 teams. 
Thank God. Right. Well, Jeff Fisher would die in this league. He would somehow go. He'd eight find eight a way one. to tie. Yeah, he'd yeah. go eight and one across so, the board every year. In Minnesota, I'll let you go first. Who do you think would be a good person to fill the role of head coach vacancy in, in Minnesota? This is gonna sound crazy because I've been on this show for the past month saying don't hire hot shot offensive coordinators. Hear me out. I say hire a young, young, young guy like I don't know early thirties, our age now. Yes. And then hire uh, the Vangio who got fired in Denver as your DC. So when you say young guy, who are you talking about? Kellen Moore? Who are you talking Marvin about? Marvin Leftwich, Kellen Moore. Um, you know, who's some of the other young guys across the league? You know, who well, I mean, Joe Bird is available, it's just he couldn't cut it with the Panthers. I'm not quite sure I'd call him. Right. But hire a young OC to Vangio as your DC. You know, y'all's problem ain't the offense. Y'all got cousins, Jetta, Adam, Dalvin. Problem ain't the offense. It's y'all can't stop a nosebleed. That's the problem. However, defensive coach who knows you know you know who knows his business. The perfect Go fit isn't going to be for hire in my mind. The perfect fit for hey, Minnesota I'm right now. Well, I mean, you'd be a good fit, but the perfect fit, <laughs> stupid, is is Kyle Shanahan. Oh, because I've already seen him in a yeah. similar offense in Washington and what they did in a short period of time. Yeah, he turned it on. And, it uh, would San be Fran, boy. perfect, but unfortunately, he's not going to be available. You would have to give up the price of China, right? To get Kyle Shanahan from San Francisco after you know what I'm saying you know him e- uh, him easing them into the playoffs today, plain and simple. Yeah, I think what what is going to end up happening for Minnesota, I think Doug Peterson's going to get the job there. That wouldn't even be a bad fit to be no. honest, because somebody got to go to Chicago. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Matt Nagy was told two weeks ago, "Look, bro, week 18, I appreciate you." I it's personally think fun, the best team fun. available. Of all the coaching vacancies, the it's best Minnesota. team is Minnesota. It's Minnesota. You literally could walk into a playoff-bound, possible Super Bowl contending team based off the talent of the roster when you take that. You got a ready-made job. offense, and that's going to yeah. make you look good from the jump. You know what I'm saying? I you just, can at least handle the defense to some yeah. capacity. You should be all right. Now, Chicago's got a whole whole different issue as far as their GM, their head coach, you know, and Justin Fields are all kind of tied together with the hip. And at some point, you got to separate a field from Matt Nagy. Because Matt Nagy is God. Like, there's not much mean you agree on that, but Matt Nagy is God awful. You know, who that's going to be open. Who intrigues me? I think they should promote from within. Because okay. I think they have a talented person on staff. Okay. Who they got? Because every time this person starts calling plays. Oh, Bill Lazor. Yeah. They start producing. Winning football games. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. I think, you know, Bill Lazor's not a young cat. He's not, you know, about to kick the can either. He's an adult in the room. He's been able to live through the McNaggy era, right, without coming out and making, you know, headlines in a negative way, which I praise him for. He's been humble in the face of people like you and I saying, hey, why is it when he calls plays, y'all's productive, y'all are productive. When McNaggy calls plays, y'all are unproductive. He keep, he he respects the position of the head coach. I th- I just think, personally, you hire from within. His offense is over decent in Cincinnati. Right. I mean, he made Andy Dalton look yeah. competent. You know, That's so what I'm saying. Muhammad Sanu, I, well, you know, I course. take that back. I'll be real with you. I wouldn't, no, you know what? Minnesota don't hire Bill. I mean, uh, Chicago don't hire Bill Lazor. Minnesota Look at Bill Lazor for an offensive coordinator. That's awesome. I like the guy. I like the guy. He's not over. He's 49 fun. years yeah. old. So Perfect I mean, age. That, I mean, he's in that sweet spot. Yeah. Like, it's the good age, mature, 
can handle his business, isn't going to go out and make bad headlines for you, and it seems like when he's calling plays, you have a productive team. That's all I'm saying. Your thoughts? I mean, I would like to, you know, hey, just slotting up, you know, hey, Bill Lazor, he's an adult in the room. He's never had a shot. And if, if Matt Nagy deserves a shot, Jeez, Bill Lazor, who is out coach Matt Nagy on his own dang old team, yeah. Easy decision. Anyway, you know, obviously the Bears lost today to Minnesota. You know, yeah. and really, like, I don't feel like covering the game because it had no bearing on the playoff spot. It didn't. You know, hey, Andy Dalton played, and I'm just tired of covering Andy Dalton. If I never have to see Andy Dalton again, he I'll had be a good fine. game today, though. Three, like 300 plus yards. He's not bad. Yeah, he's not a horrible quarterback. I'm just saying. He's a solid NFL backup, and we'll leave it right there. He, yeah. He's, he's still a got very some, solid backup. Yeah, he's got some years of production left. Yeah, but who do you want to talk about next? You tell me. Hey, actually, Chris, do you tell me? How would you like to start? You want to go just down the lineup for the day? Or? Sure. Yeah. Because right. sure. there's still some coaching vacancies that we could talk oh, about, Oh, yeah, too. for sure. Oh, while we're on the subject, there has been some conversation, at least on social media, that there are folks who would like to see Ron Rivera gone. Why? Yeah, that's stupid. Well, first of all, it does seem like something we do. It do. I, I just want to throw that out there. It do. In full disclosure and fairness, it seems like something we do. Okay. Um, so, I mean, to ask that question, uh, you know, basically, well, because it's something we would do. Um, <laughs> but, but I guess, uh, you know, folks just don't like the output they're getting from the team. Um, and I saw quite a bit on social media today from folks saying, you know, Ron needs to go, blah, blah, blah. I like Ron. Now, granted, I know I just started this, but I feel like Ron did two to some degree, right? Ain't he been with us like two years? This is number this two. This is number two, yeah. Okay, so he had COVID part one and COVID part two. Oh, I'll go a bit further. You're always going to have those fans who really don't understand the game of football. Here I am. Right? And <laughs> with them... They could watch for 30 years, 50 years. They could just started watching. And when you don't understand the game, all you expect is the results as if Madden. Well, when I take over a Madden team, I start winning. Yeah, well, you're playing on rookie, homeboy. Right. This guy's coaching against other greats, right? And he's trying to build a team. He didn't walk into a team that was already built. And <laughs> That is a very kind way to put what he yeah. walked into. <laughs> exactly. I mean, dumpster fire. Let's just be real about it. And... You know, he, he his his personnel is way better now because of the decisions that he's made. And I haven't agreed with every decision that he's made. But I trust him. But he's an also adult. some decisions that come from above him. Right, and it happens. And, and I did the, see some people complaining about the owner, too, but I'm like, what are you doing there? Dan, <laughs> you know, I'm over the Dan complainers. You're knocking a guy, one, you only even see a lot of. He ain't been in – he don't make headlines for stuff that he says. There's been a couple headlines lately about some possible allegations about his employees, but not about him. The, the, look, everything people hit Dan on, Dan fixes. Well, Dan has a problem with women in his organization. Not Dan directly, but some of his employees. What does he do? Hires a, CEO, a woman uh, co-CEO, his wife. What does he do? He starts hiring women coaches throughout his staff. Okay? He promotes prominent women throughout the entire organization. Well, well, there's a, uh, you know, there's a, a culture of player development. What does he do? He goes out and gets the number one coach that is known for cultural development, Ron Riviera. You can say whatever you want about the man. He knows how to build a culture. Now, back to Ron. Get off of Dan. Shut up. Y'all just married. Y'all ain't got billions of dollars. Joker I not. Am, in fact. Look, he is rich. He, he, y'all married because he's rich. 
He bought the majority ownership of the Washington football team. He didn't like it. Let me tell you how rich he is. He then bought out all the minority owners. So that's what people forget that there's other that before this year there were other people involved in all the decisions about the Washington football team. Dan now has full control because he bought it all. And since Dan has bought it all, he's done everything that all of you naysayers say he should do, and yet you still complain. Because guess what? Uh, the results don't come overnight. You got a good coach. You got multiple good coaches on this team now. You need to lay some sod about March or so. He's been a t- in about that. He's been trying for multiple years to get the rights to build a stadium, not in Maryland, but in the actual city where we claim in D.C. So he's been dealing with politics. A lot of these shows don't cover this. He's been dealing with the politics that comes with anything you do in D.C. Why did he change the name? We'll be real. He changed the name because he wants a new stadium. He gave up something he swore he would never change. I even got mad about because he said, look, I'll make a deal to get my fans a new stadium. Because Washington, D.C., the mayor of the city, the politics therein, would not let me build until I changed the name. So I changed the name. Then they said they wouldn't let me build until I dealt with the allegations about women in my organization. I dealt with all the allegations about women in my organization. I've let you go through hundreds of thousands of emails to which led to a firing with a guy that has nothing to do with my organization or ever did. I've let you go through it, and at the end of it, you couldn't find a shred of evidence against anything I did. And now the NFL wants to discard it because they, they would have to come out and say, well, you know, not Dan, Dan didn't do anything. Well, now they just don't want to release the emails. So Dan's done everything. So these ignorant naysayers, you're just pissed off that you don't have a dollar in the bank and this man's got millions and billions of them. I have three. Sorry. Get over it. He owns the team. You want to you own the team? Find a way to make millions of dollars and go buy a team. So back to Ron. Ron? <laughs> this joker, you want to complain about Ron? He's how no, he, I don't want to complain no, about these Ron. Same people people, do. These same people. These same people. That are complaining about Dan, complaining about Ron. Let me tell you something about Ron Riviera. Ron Riviera, you might as well get ready to correct something I'm about to say. Uh-oh. Ron Riviera kicked cancer's ass. I want that guy on my team. In the middle of the football season, during, he kicked cancer's ass. During a pandemic, bro. During the pandemic, he that beats COVID. Yeah, he beats COVID, beats cancer, and still maintains to have a respectable record in the same daggone NFL season with half his rosters depleted. At one point, we had 24 of our players on the COVID reserve list. Yeah, like Jason's got a good point about like like 99% of sports fans are honestly doing this show Ignorant, has brought man. me more in tune with that. Like 99, you know, you know, hey, out of 100 sports fans can't think hey, outside of their own realm. So if you don't like this guy in this box, you're not going to find anything to say good about guy in said box. Makes no sense. And they can't think past the day-to-day operations. Like, okay, long term, you don't fire Ron because whoever you hire behind him probably not going to be as accomplished as he is as a head coach. No. Has he had his moments of failure? Yeah, who does not He's been coaching the league sure. you know, hey, over a decade at this point. Who hadn't had moments of failure outside of Bill Belichick? You know what I yeah. like about him? But at the same time, we can't keep making changes in the organization as rapidly as we do and not let it mature. It's the one thing I like about the Giants. Oh, yeah, but they are slow, they're patient, and methodical. The only time the Giants ever rushed a head coach out the door was what was that man's name to Ben Steelaw Manning? Because they got him to hell yeah, out of well, there that was three a, seconds. That's Sorry, a good, Chris. that's a good, you know. He, Ben Steelaw, broke his record streak. Oh, God, I can see. Oh, man, he was a fat guy. Aren't we all? Well, yeah, you know, that doesn't really narrow. That's going to hit me here briefly. <laughs> Andy Reid? No, I was playing. No. <laughs> Brandon? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, nah, but he, look, 
these fans, man, that's the one thing about being a Washington fan. Like, I almost fell into that nonsense with the name thing. Like, I didn't like it. But when I started thinking about all that went into it and the reasons I believe Dan did it, you know what? That's pretty big of you, man. I, I, that's, pretty, that's, that's some foresight. That's sacrifice. That's good stuff. So with the Ron Riviera thing, I tell you what Ron Riviera's got. He's got another head coach-capable coach who's wanting to stay under him. Del Rio came out yesterday and said in a news report, I plan on being back in Washington as defense coordinator. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not looking for a head coach job. I like it here. And when Del Rio, who's been a head coach himself, who's capable, who's qualified, says, no, I, I don't mind staying in this position, in this organization, we're going in the right direction, yeah. I believe him. There's one more head coach vacancy who's already been announced as Vic Vangio in Denver. We're going to cover that game after the break. Kansas City sent Denver packing. Um, and Vangio, I'm telling though. you, he's going to be the most sought-after coordinator in the entire offseason. Hey, outside of probably the enemy and maybe Leftwich. Yeah. All right, thank you, Vic Hardo Power Equipment, for sponsoring this hour of Third Night here on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. When we get back, we're going to jump right into the Vic Angio conversation. What's going to happen in Denver? What's that going to look like? Stay tuned, thirdnate.com. Check out some of our merch, man. We got some new merch up there, I think. If not, we're going to get some. Yeah. You got any, anything, any new things? You got Don't some worry about it. Find underwear out. line? Is that what you say you're yes. going out with? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, the my face on everything. My, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys on the flip side. You look at LeBron throughout the season. You yep. see his hairline disappear. In the movie Space Jam. Crispy dog. <laughs> he took one of them steel edgers and just went right across the way. And now, back to third and eight. Hey guys, welcome back here to Throne and Eight on Next Door Radio and NextDoorRadio.com. Um Yard over there. Well, I was like, oh, what is know. he doing? You know, I mean, I was making sure he won't season up over there. I was just being white you know? <laughs> <laughs> on a Sunday. <laughs> on a Sunday, <laughs> sweet Jesus, as you do. Yeah, <laughs> if only, if only I could dance. All right. So the next game on the docket is another head coach in vacancy. Is uh, Evangelos out the door in Denver? Denver's a really interesting team. They were not terrible this year. I thought they were going to be better though. Yeah, they lost ten games, one seven, and they hung tough. You know, hey, at home against Kansas City on Saturday night. I thought we were going to win. A lot of folks did until that Nick Bolton, uh, the touchdown that went, uh, yeah. you know, hey, old boy stripped Melvin Gordon. Gordon stripped Gordon, and then Nick Bolton over turned it for a touchdown. Bing bong. <laughs> Bing bong. I love how you just started in there now. Uh, yeah, I'm just, and it, at some point it's going to randomly come yeah. through the show. Yeah. I'm not upset by that. But, <laughs> you know, head coaches right now, you know, who are linked there is Dan Quinn. Um, yeah. You know, and you know how Nathaniel Hackett, who's the OC of the uh, Packers, which I don't mm. – he's got Aaron Rodgers. I tend to stay away from yeah. those guys who have Hall of Fame-level quarterbacks. That's like Brian Leftwich getting a head coach job. Yeah. I don't want to mean, like, sound rude, but those guys I'm hesitant with. Yeah. Those yeah. guys – because of who you got back there. We know who's scheming. Yeah, yeah, we know yeah. who's scheming, yeah. It's, you know, hey, Matt LaFleur and Andy Reid. And then you have Pat Mahomes and Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. yeah. yeah. You know, it can't be but so bad. I'd like to be an offense coordinator there. I'd look good. Yeah. yeah. Now, Dan Quinn's an interesting name. And me and you had this conversation, yes. you know what I'm saying, on break about Dan Quinn, who was, you know, obviously head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. He took them to the Super Bowl. And he blew the biggest lead of all time. Shanahan did so, that. That's yeah. A, yeah, that's a very fair point. Is this yes. the one you were telling me about earlier? The pick six? No, that was Seattle and New Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, right, yeah. that's right, that's right. Yeah. But it, yeah, that's in a similar fashion, it was they the blew it. it was a longer extended Bra- yeah. yeah. They give Frank Brady a Super Bowl. Yeah, they went um, in, yeah, it was bad. But you know, he's a guy who's going to be 
you know, talked about and informed about, you know what I'm saying, you know, honestly across the whole league. Yeah. Um, he's had head coaching experience, and Dallas's defense did a 360 this oh, year. Oh, complete 360. Having Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs show out didn't hurt, but it helped his cause if he wants to be another head coach. Yes. Jacksonville tried to interview him, and he was like, no. I think – he needs to be selective. Well, that, you don't get a third shot in the NFL. You get one, you might get two. You never get a third shot. You know what I'm saying? To, um, you know, true. But I, I think what he was saying when he when he rejected or turned down Jacksonville was he wanted to wait till the playoffs were over, which was the traditional. I, mean, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but with the new rule change, they allow teams to start doing it now. But at the same time, it did kind of look like a left-hand turndown because if you were interested, it takes two hours by Zoom, brother. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and he not. helped prep Kelly Moore, who's the Cowboys' offensive coordinator, for his interview right. with Jacksonville. So, it ain't like it was a time constraint. I think he was just being really choosy about where he goes. Yeah. Denver, though, would be a good option. I'd love to see Kelly Moore go down to Jacksonville, boy. Huh? Yeah. I'd love to see Kelly Moore go to Jacksonville. He turn. looks like Loaf Bread. I like Kelly Moore. Like, I don't know how to describe it. His face is very doughy, though, for a skinny guy. He's got a fat face, and he's a relatively little dude. Also one of the best college quarterbacks I've ever seen in Boise State. But anyway. I see it. Hey, he, thank you. Okay, it. so I'm not crazy. <laughs> like, like, he's like, got a fat face for a little dude. Like He looks like, like Play-Doh. White bread crust on the top. Mm. I'm with you. Thank you. I'm glad I'm not crazy. <laughs> so, but, you know, can't you think he's the, staying in Dallas? Who? Who, Quinn or more? Quinn. One of them's getting up out of there, I think. I don't know which one. I think Quinn is the most likely to stay. Well, I'll tell you right now, if Quinn and Moore leave, that's going to be a problem. Because yeah. <laughs> I think Mike McCarthy's the third best coach on that staff, and he is yeah. the head coach, Mark Chris, I wouldn't, at 420. I wouldn't even go third best. I'll just be real. Yeah. <laughs> like Mike McCarthy's the third best coach, there's and a, he's the head coach. And a, that's uh, at best. Punter's coach is probably better than him. I don't oh, know. Sweet we, we, that one long, but. Yeah, but Kansas City locked up, you know, obviously, you know, sending the two seed in the playoffs, and that's really. I mean, it got Vangio fired and it got him in the two seed. Yeah. So that game really didn't cover too much. Like, you know, hey, most folks kind of expected Kansas City to pull that out. Denver did hang in tough. Yeah, it did. Props Good game. Them. Good game. They were the fifth team. Kansas City was the fifth team in NFL history to win 12-plus games in four straight seasons. Look at them. Yeah. Look at them. Their Not head stuff. coaches are really impressive. Yeah. And yeah. the quarterback – he speaks for himself. Yeah. He's he just they're gonna be really good. They'll probably make it back to the Super Bowl. They just ain't gonna beat the Bucks again. All yeah. right, Chris, who's up next? It, they've not back? had as strong of a year this year. Yeah. Uh Cowboys Eagles. So you ever heard <laughs> of the Tallahassee mud stomp? Because this is what happened. <laughs> good night. Dak Prescott threw for five touchdowns. They're breaking Tony Romo's uh, you know, his record um has coming as far as passing touchdowns. He needed a foul to do so and he did it. The you Cowboys on fire. Do you want to do it now, or do you want to do it later? I'll do it quickly. Well, I saw the comparison. I don't know who made it. Of, of somebody put Callan Cowherd's uh, comparison of Dak Prescott to, to uh, oh yeah Tony Kirk Romo. Cousins. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, I said Tony Romo. Yeah, yeah. I don't no. think that the similarity is as far as people think it is. I'm gonna just leave it there. I don't think it is a stretch to say that similarity is a stretch. I think Dak Prescott can grow into the same caliber quarterback as Kirk Cousins. I just don't think he's there yet. He has the potential, though. I'll be honest. Even though he plays for Dallas. You know what's crazy about I'll, Dallas I'll to me, real. though? It's like every week it's a new receiver. And this week it was Cedric Wilson. I'm so sick hey, of Five catches, the 119, and two touchdowns. I'm so sick of how they have got everybody. God almighty. I mean, that roster is insane. Schultz, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper. We can't get we can't Blake Jarwin, Ezekiel Elliott, Dak Prescott. I'm telling you, Cowboy fans, if you don't reach the Super Bowl this year, I don't want to hear from no. you. Yeah. 624. 
Do it again at six thirty. I don't want to hear from Dallas for the next no. decade if you don't make the Super Bowl this year. Them boys year. and your no cutoff shorts you got and a your 4, new balances. yard passer, yeah. Yeah. a one thousand yard rusher, a one thousand yard receiver, a ten plus sack man, and a ten plus interception man. Yeah, nah. If you don't make it this year, Cowboys, don't. I don't want to see no more no. Romo jerseys nowhere. Yeah. That is enough from you guys. I don't want to hear nothing else from Cowboys fans if you do not make the Super Bowl this the, year. You don't gotta win it. You just gotta make it because it is not talent deficiency this year. No. Four thousand yards, one thousand, one thousand, ten sacks, ten picks. No excuses across the board, Chris. I'm sorry, I cussed twice in thirty you seconds. Fine. I am sorry, Cowboys fans. You get no excuses though for me this year. You know. We lose to Jacksonville. And I've been rated our entire franchise for nine minutes. Imagine what I, you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> you guys, if you guys lose in the first round of the playoffs, and I don't even like y'all, so it's going to be a twenty minute segment. Yeah, and they're twelve I, and five, and I show up early for that. Yeah, I, I don't boy, see them. I don't see them going deep into the playoffs. I just, I think they, they went deep into Philadelphia, didn't they, they boy? Well, God, twenty six fifty one. Good night. I don't know. <laughs> it's not always sunny. It, um, yeah, it's not always sunny in Philadelphia. Because no the talent roster will take you a long ways, man. <sighs> He really will. You just better, you know, Mike McCarthy, he don't have to manage a game under two minutes. Because it might, <laughs> th- that's going to be the Achilles heel. If yeah. Mike McCarthy has to game manage a game Against under like two minutes. Against like the Bucks or the Packers. He is yeah. going to screw it. Yeah. I agree. He is going to screw it up. And I can't wait for Dallas's failures. I, anyway, carry on. Chris, who's up next? All right. Talk to me about Packers lines. What happened here? Uh, what happened here is that Dan Campbell has the best team to ever be bad in the history of of uh, excuse me, <laughs> professional football. No, what I, I had to stop I, myself. So let me counter that. I think Dan Campbell has put on a show or or gave the perfect example of what a good coach can do with a bad roster. With with what would per, be perceived as a bad roster. Yeah. Now let me add to that and say Dan Campbell has laid the groundwork for what every coach should do. Well, I'm telling you because he was. Yeah, oh, sorry. No. He was the one coach I was just like, this is not going to work. I told you it was going to work. It's not going to work. And then I'm like, oh, man, about five weeks in, you know, Lions are 0-5. And I'm like, yeah, but they're good. Yeah. Every week, hey, the Lions lost, but they were competitive. They lost by three. They lost by five. They lost by seven. And that's with, like, no help at receiver. You or cannot so be a Lions fan and be disappointed in this season. They you, you have to take good, great hope in this season's uh, outcome was it what anybody wanted? No, everybody loved to see their team in the playoffs or, or going to Super Bowl. Y'all got the but pick though. You have got a great coach in Dan Campbell, as I I thought it would be. I liked him. Yeah. It's something about a person's energy and passion. Boy, and he, he was had wild. he wanted to get a lion at training camp and have a lion in a cage. <laughs> that man, boy, that's, he is rough. cool, man. And look, I think he has set, like I said, the groundwork that you know if you're a good coach. You can take – and first and foremost, everybody in the NFL is talented. Yeah. I don't care if they're a third stringer or or the starter. They are talented. So a good coach should be able to take those players and show improvement week after week and show they, like you're working towards – They play yes, hard, hard for him. Yes. And that is, the, that is the highest thing you can say about a coach at any level. Hey, do your kids or, you know, guys play hard? Yes. Yes. Sorry, I said kids. You know, usually I'm coaching yeah. kids. And yeah, they're just grown men. Yeah. So those are grown. That's men. the thing. They play hard for DC boy. They play hard for that man. NFL fans and NFL in general has lost perspective on that. That hey, high school coaches do it all the time. They don't get the draft. They don't have uh you know top talent coming in. They have to take what they got 
and make them better, turn them into players. College coaches do it. Yeah, they get they get the pick of the litter of of the talented high yeah, school but players. Get who you want, right? And then, but you, you take them and, and you who, develop yeah. them. And it's been lost in the NFL. But Dan Campbell has shown us that hey, obviously they're not a winning team this year. Yeah. But you can take talent and develop it. And I don't even know if the roster improves at all. As far as what you think, <sighs> I think could, with the all season, this eight, team could go. Games, yeah, easy. they like, could yeah. win eight, nine, ten games and be a playoff team with the same exact roster because of the talent of all the coaches on that team, but especially the leadership by the head coach. Yeah, because me and you went back a couple weeks ago, and like you know, hey, me and you sit here and write out the schedule. Okay, you know, last second field goal, last second field goal, lost by a two point conversion, lost by a touchdown. Those games where those guys are you know, hey, cohesive and improving, that those wins are going to come. And Amarad Brown. He was their forefront pick out of USC. I've said all year they have no wide receivers. He's good. He's turning out to be a good one. Has been the past eight weeks. He has been ripping it. Hey, eighty-two catches and five touchdowns and eight hundred yards across the season. That's a really good rookie year. It's just you know what I'm saying. The Jamar Chase had such an outstanding rookie right. year, and right. Jalen Waddle he gets kind of look. He was a forefront pick, not the first round. And Devontae Smith too. And you take you take a quarterback like Jared Goff, who nobody have we've lost faith in him. Nobody's really had. And Dan Campbell kept you know he he got on to him when he needed to. But he never, uh, he never lost. He got on. He bashed him in the yeah. media and said he yeah. went throwing touchdowns. He said what he needed to say. Yeah. And since that point, golf has picked up his level of play. And I'm telling you, just like you said, it speaks to how good of a head coach Dan Campbell is eventually going Dan to be Campbell, in this bro. league. I love Dan Campbell. Beating the Packers and Rodgers or not, and he played the first half. That is impressive. They had like easily two of the nastiest trick plays I've seen on your yeah, double the reverse sweet. passes. You know. It, just wild, man. Props to him. Props, Props to the lines. Like I said, if Washington messes up this logo change, you're on my you're on my top. And I'll be honest, you're at the top of the list. The only reason Minnesota's on there is because of Kurt. You're at the top of the list, lines because of Dan Campbell and how you guys rallied and played football. Y'all play with heart, and you played like you – it wasn't just a job for you. You were there because you loved the game, and I love that. Moving on. All right, let me make it a little more somber now. Colts, Jaguars. Congratulations, Jaguar. Twenty-six <laughs> eleven. You did it without a lap dance. That's all I'm going to say. You did it without a lap dance. Actually, you took the lap dance. You know what? I'm going to let that one go. The Colts have <laughs> lost seven straight road games in Jacksonville. Hey, I did the lap dance after this game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, I said that that in, Andy kind of <laughs> Andy kind of gave him. Well, Screw the pooch on this one, man. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I started the show with it. I ain't talking no more about it, man. I'm still dead inside. I'll, I'll be real with you. I'm not even mad at Indianapolis. It just goes to show you that the Jacksonville Jaguars is not as bad as what they've played. Because Indy's got a talented roster. they got a talented coach. they got six pro bowlers and we don't make the playoffs. And Market. They, lo- they lose this game to a team that should have been no, a no 500 or above. They're, no, they're the worst team in professional football. Like, never mind. Go ahead. I, but they're not. Now I've said my piece. The players on the Jacksonville Jaguars team are not the worst players in the NFL. I, I ain't saying enough about it. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars, and we blew it. We Chris blew it. Well, you know. They play sport or two, y'all. Hey, game, speaking Chris. of, yeah. moving on, Next that game. would make Washington football team Giants. Congratulations, yeah, Washington. Yeah, we kind of went over I, I just, that one, but congratulations to my to my football team. Hopefully, ending the season on a good note. Th- this this good mojo will continue into two two twenty two, and something else good will come out. I'm glad I ain't got to see and, it. I'll be here and, all day. Uh, <laughs> you like, know, uh, we'll be able to you know 
listen, I want to be able to buy the jersey and under the new name on day one. Hopefully, Heine's still my quarterback, and I get a cool jersey and a cool name, and I get to continue to be a great fan. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. So, Washington is 2-0 and versus the New York Giants in the season for the first time since 2011. Just throwing that out there for what that's worth. Yeah, it's because the why Giants suck. So, Bears-Vikings. Vikings coming out on top 31-17. to Go, Kirk. That it? All we yep. got? All right, next. Yeah. <laughs> Titans-Texans. Uh, th- 28 mm. Titans, 25 Texans. What I will say about this game is, one, the Titans, even though they're the number one team in the AFC, and of course this rings true all the time, but that division is up for anybody to I mean, that that conference is up for anybody to win. Of all the AFC teams in the playoffs, any one of them can beat any one of them. And that's not just the, you know, the standard status quo staying at any given Sunday. But truly, the the Titans can come out one week and just blow teams out that I don't think they should beat. And then they come out and they barely barely beat the Texans. I hate the Titans, man. I just Honestly, if I, well, we'll go over in the next segment, but congratulations, Titan, on your win. Congratulations for winning that. You're being the number one uh, spot in the AFC. I hate the Titans. Uh, you know, Brandon's going to pull for you throughout the playoffs. Steelers, Ravens. Steelers, Let's talk about this 16, real quick. 16, 13. And here's a conversation, you know, honestly, I wanted to have it last week, having his last game at home. You know, hey, Big Ben, won, you know, hey, at home against Cleveland. I feel like the only way to end his career was to beat his nemesis, Baltimore. He did just that in overtime. Big Ben, Steeler fans, you have been ragging on this man for three seasons now. I'm going to tell you because I know as a coach fan from experience, be careful of what you wish for. That man is a Hall of Fame, Super Bowl winning quarterback. It is a 99% chance another one is not going to walk in that door. So when you push a good you know, hey, quarterback out, it's like a woman. The grass ain't always greener, baby. You can push that woman the quarterback out the door and think it's a fresh start. And what you get back in return Likely not going to be as good. Well, I'll tell you right now. What Pittsburgh you fans, in, in keep that in mind because the only quarterback in your cupboard right now is Doug Hodges and Dwayne Haskins. And let me tell you, that ain't no. it, Chief. No. So, Pittsburgh fans, I'm telling you, heed my warning. Be careful about trying to throw Ben into the dumpster. Yeah. And what I will say is this. Uh, we know that right now going on, the the uh, Las Vegas Raiders is playing the Chargers. And the way this season's played out, if one of those teams lose, the Steelers in the playoffs for the number six spot or number seven, whatever it is now. Um, I want to take you back a little bit a few years ago when the Steelers won the Super Bowl. They were the number six seed with a 10-6 and six record. Okay? I would not want to be playing the Steelers when they're playing from the number six spot because history's proven that they can win the Super Bowl from that spot. Or this this year to be the seventh, but from that last place, I think the the Pittsburgh Steelers and I think Mike Tomlin coaches better and they play better when they're the underdog in the game, when they're not supposed to win the game, when nobody's believing them and they're playing with a little chip on their shoulder. It looks like as of right now, I think the the Las Vegas is winning what ten nothing, thirteen nothing. That's ten seven. Ten seven. Okay, Raiders is winning, but either way, unless it ends in a tie, the Steelers are in the playoffs. Okay. And the number seven, the last place spot, the last time that happened, they won the Super Bowl. I was going to point that out. Yep. The last time that happened, they ran the table and they won the Super Bowl. Do not count Big Ben out. And knowing that this is his last year, 
it would be a poetic way to go. I'm and the NFL has been known to hand him to you. I'm just going to leave it right there. I'm just saying. I'm leaving it right there. With his favorite quarterback. I mean, they gift wrapped it and gave it to him. Hey, ain't my fault Cam Newton didn't dive on that. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm glad his out the lead, too. Sorry, Chris. Mark at 1828. And what a Super Bowl it would be to see Mike Tomlin and – and maybe his last year in Pittsburgh. No, they ain't gonna fire Tomlin. You, 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 you would be a fool I'm, to fire. I'm Mike just Tomlin. saying, it I'm might be certified fool in Roethlisberger's last year, and what is more than likely his last yeah. year in Pittsburgh. I'm telling you, Pittsburgh, playing Tom what Brady in the Super Bowl and finding a way to beat the goat. What a way to go out! What a way to go out! Well, quick note: What tied Strahan? For the oh, yeah. most sacks in the season since 1982. Yeah, 21 and a half. TJ 22 Watson and a half. It's 22 and a half. He's a bad man, Jack. How do you get a half a sack? I am trying to uh, figure out. one of the guys with at the same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if me and Jason sacked you at the same time, it's half a sack. Half. Yeah. Oh. So, or, or it gets real crazy if you got four of them hit him at the same yeah. time. Huh. And it, that's interesting. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah, that's pretty much a, a school bookkeeper <laughs> judge at that point. <laughs> judge, jury, or an executioner. But wow. hey, TJ Watt, you know. And here's a quick conversation that we can have real quick. Yep. Having these regular season extending the game, That's how do these records hold up there with you? Is it the same? Okay, he broke it, he broke it. Or, no, he had an extra game because T.J. Watt missed two games. So he broke Strahan's record in one less game on the technicality. Well, it, to me – But how do these records stand as far as you know? It, it don't matter. I'm the same way. It don't matter. You can only play with certain schedule. Yeah, that, that, don't, that don't matter. Like, it, don't be moaning yeah. at me. He broke the yardage record. So he had one more game. Because so? guess what? Strahan had more games than the guys that played before him when there was only 14 games in Thank the season. You. You know, so that's irrelevant at the end of the day. I mean, it's not to a certain point, and you have to recognize that. But TJ, TJ did it, yeah. So it is what it is. It, yeah, yeah, he's definitely your DPOY this year. No yeah, I think you asked. called that too. I called Aaron Donald. He was oh, my, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, hey, we got to look my, back over that yeah, next week. Yeah, he was my um, Deacon Award winner. That music tells me it's time to take a break. So I'd like to thank Venco Outdoor Power Equipment for sponsoring this hour. Third night here on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. When we get back, what are we doing, Brandon? When we get back, we're going to finish. I didn't up. ask you what we were doing. I'm going to tell y'all. When we get back what we're doing. All right, what was he saying? Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. So when we get back, what are we doing? I don't know yet. You tell me. You got to uh, finish. You don't want screaming. That's true. Why well, we just gonna fix games we, on the way? Games on the way. Yeah, NASA fantasy game? championship winner. Oh yeah, we got yeah, NASA yeah. picks winner for yeah. the year. Yeah. Well. All right, we'll do that when we get back. Fair See enough. you guys on the flip side. Hey guys, welcome back to Throwing It On Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. Our next game up on the docket is the Browns and the Bengals, the Battle of Ohio. I just saw the best play in Ohio football. How was that? With a guy, oh, yeah. when the truck pulled out, and the guy, like, we got to put that up on third and eight. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's, I mean, he, he put the spin the move. The truck comes to the dead stop. He lunges <laughs> at it, rolls across the like the hood, and Pull falls the onto move. the ground. Yeah. And then talk about my yeah, neck. Yeah, he looked like that crackhead on Friday. He's there, <laughs> my neck and my back. I'm telling you, it was the greatest play I've ever seen. I'm just put it out there. Definitely call a timeout after yeah. that one. That's a yeah. fake injury. Anyway, so who are we talking about? Browns, Bengals, Battle of Ohio. I, I don't know how the Bengals lose this game. Well, Brandon Allen was just starting quarterback. He has a fantastic name, by the way. I know somebody else who have that same name, but in a different order, in a different oh! spelling. Like oh. Allen Brandon? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's me. Right. 
Yeah, that's my government name. Who? Yeah, thank you, Chris. Don't call me about my government name. <laughs> but you know, obviously the Browns are going to have a big, you know, huge mess in the offseason. You know, obviously Baker Mayfield was out this game. He's out <laughs> of surgery. Have a huge mess. Go ahead. You, okay. <laughs> Sometimes it does not go unnoticed. Thank you, Chris. Browns are going to have a huge mess in the offseason with Baker Mayfield. Ding dong. Been there. Yeah. <laughs> Quite frequently. <laughs> And honestly, like, I feel like Case Keenum is just as good as Baker Mayfield. It uh, there, there ain't much gap there. Uh, I am sick of seeing Baker Mayfield's commercials, and I'll stop All there. Go on ahead. the TV. So my only problem can't with, win no football games, can't stay healthy, but be find time to do a dang old commercial. <laughs> well, with Cleveland, though, my fear is is that we're going to wake up Monday, and they're going to say Stefanski's been fired. They ain't gonna fire Kevin Stefanski. I don't know. It is Cleveland. Is, tell that, me that's not their modus operandi. That dude would be hired so fast. I'm just saying. He won eight games in Cleveland. That's that's an automatic qualifier of Hall of Fame. He got Cleveland to 11. <laughs> he got Cleveland 19 wins in two years. It took them a decade to reach 25. Uh, I'm just telling you. That is their modus operandi in Cleveland. Hey, is that French or Latin? It's, it's, it's uh, Chinese, actually, Mandarin. <laughs> it's Latin, I think. What? It's Mandarin. That's that orange, right? It's, it's not. Kinda. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, my geography isn't. The, I mean, you know. Anyway. Whatever. Yeah. gonna we gonna wake up. Stefanski's gonna be fired, and I'm gonna. I, it's and everybody's gonna be like, "Yep, it's the Browns." Yeah. I mean, and everybody. Here's what I hate about national media: is everybody ragged on Cleveland of having a terrible season, going eight nine, and everybody was praising. Praising. Hey, the Bengals are having a great season. It's ten to seven. It's two game difference. Uh huh. And the excuse me, the Browns ain't got you know had Jamar Chase on their sidelines. You know going you know what I'm saying for thirteen touchdowns and fourteen hundred yards. They ain't got T Higgins over there in Cleveland. They ain't got Joe Burrow in Cleveland. They ain't got Joe Mixon in Cleveland. Well, they, I don't know. Chubb is better than Mixon. They had Odell Beckham though. He's uh, well. Yeah, that's a fair point. But still, like. I don't know, man. The Browns, know. Browns are gonna be fine. I don't think that you know hey, Baker's gonna be there. You know, send one more year, you know, and they're gonna find a new quarterback. I didn't like Baker to begin with. He's too small. He's not very. I mean, he has a great arm. Baker is just decent enough to get you fired. Yeah, but he's got a good arm. I mean, he can throw it. It don't mean he's great. And he's accurate. He's Kirk Cousins light. Ooh. I mean, I've said that since like last year. Like Baker Mayfield is literally like Dollar General. He, he's he, he's like great the Wish. Dot com version. Yeah, that perfect. <laughs> Cousins come from Amazon, and he comes from Wish with a soda problem. <laughs> Who who's next up on our docket, Chris? All right, next up is 49ers Rams. 49ers coming out on top, 27-24. They went into overtime. If I remember, great game. They Real did. quick, I ain't trying to cut nobody off. Justin Herbert just threw a touchdown pass. Look at that. You know what that means? Can we do it now? Do you want to do it now? Or do you want to finish talking about the, the Rams and the Niners? Do it now because I'm excited. All right. With that touchdown pass, we can uh, finally – hold on. Because the game's not over. game's not over. And interceptions do happen. Interceptions do happen. And it could it could be reversed. I'm fine with it. Yeah. We're going to yeah, hold let's on. wait until halftime. Yeah. We're going to wait to – yeah. Yeah. If he throws another touchdown pass, we can do it. Okay, fair enough. Fair All right, fair go enough. ahead. All right, who's up next from the back, Chris? I'm sorry. San Francisco and the Rams. San Francisco wins this in overtime. Good game. Y'all have seen the Ninja Turtle meme, and it's got Master Splinter holding the four Ninja Turtles as babies? Yes. That's Debo Samuel with the whole – 
San Francisco 49 offense. <laughs> Get on my back. Let's grow, players. D, I, I said it like nice. eight weeks ago when everybody made fun of me. Debo Samuel is not the most electrifying player in football. Okay, he might not be the most electrifying player in football, but find me a wide receiver who runs the ball the way Debo Samuel does. A find me a wide receiver who takes as many jet sweeps as Debo Samuel does. You know coming into the game, he threw a touchdown pass for 24 yards today. He – Boy, Debo Sam is a bad. His name is Debo. You automatically know he's gonna be good. Debo's you seen good Friday? Guy. He missed the catch though uh, that went right to his hands. That was a little disappointing. Listen but to the stat I'm gonna cut y'all. One pass, twenty four yards, and one touchdown. Eight rushes and forty five yards, one touchdown, and four catches and ninety five yards, and no touchdown. He scored everything else. Just saying. But sweet juice for Jesus, I'm telling you. Boy, hey, Debo Sam is a bad man. I love Debo Samuel. I love Debo Samuel. He helped San Fran, you know, he get into the playoffs. Obviously had an overtime win today in L.A., which if I'm L.A., that concerns me. Yes. Because Matt Stafford threw that pick. Has not looked himself lately. Mm-mm. And Cooper Cup, seven catches, the 118 in the tutty. Led the league in yards. MVP. Rece- Thank you. Yards, receptions, touchdown. He is the MVP. This <clears throat> is my thought on this. Rodgers and Tom, you can flip a coin. I'm not going to tell you, you know what I'm saying, hey. <coughs> Don over here. I was drowning in my own You want to go with Tom? That's fine. You know, if you want to go with Aaron, that's fine. He's my pick. But Cooper Cup leading the entire league. In, Just the look on Jason's face. What? You didn't see it? Uh-uh. His nonsense, man. His what? hate for the great is just, just. Dude, he just had, he like, he did the side eye. He was like. I, I look. I agree with you. Cooper Cup should be the MVP. At worst, he's offensive player of the year. At worst. Yeah. That means you're both wrong given your picks from before the season. Yeah. We ain't talking about it right now. Let's make sure. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. we ain't talking about it right now. Don't judge. Don't judge. Oh, I judge. He judges hard. He does. You know what shirt he's wearing now? Yeah. Good pick. Going to be useless in about three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to point that out. (laughs) Thank you for doing so. But San Fran on the road in the playoffs. Not the people you want to be playing. I, yeah, I don't want to roll up to San Francisco. And I don't want San Francisco rolling up into me neither. There's two teams in the playoffs I don't want to be seeing. Uh, in the first round. Well, I'll be honest. Three teams. Two in the AFC, one in the NFC. The NFC team, I don't want to be playing that or the underdogs will be the San Francisco 49ers. Especially with all the special talent that you have in those, you know, multifaceted players like uh, Cusack and, and, uh, and Debo Samuels. In the AFC, I don't want to be playing Pittsburgh if they're playing out of the seventh seed, and I don't want to be playing the Bengals because on any given Sunday, Joe Burke, they're 500 yards. They are the most confused team in the AFC to me Yeah, because they can either give up 40 or score 40, and it just depends on which team shows up. That's, that's why they're and not going to win the Super Bowl. And San Fran is the same way, and I said weeks ago, I can't stand San Francisco because you never know what you're going to get. It, I'll know, tell you what I can't stand. San Francisco stand. is the hey, Forrest Gump box of chocolates. No, I'll tell you what I can't stand. I cannot stand, and I'm an offensive guy. I cannot stand to see a wide receiver on the dig route to be as open as number 15 was for San Boy, Francisco today. I have never in my life. I mean, my They literally just God. ran a clear out corner route, and he just slipped underneath, and there was nobody within 22 yards of this I don't game. even know the cast name, but Jennings. good route, brother. His name was Jennings. Yeah, like Jesus. Yeah, the inside slot, man. He <laughs> killed that safety, safety back. Place talking about, what yeah, he followed <laughs> the slot, man, and Jennings was like, hey, watch this. Boop. I Touchdown. Mean, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, now I'm talking at linebacker depth, bro. Ten yard dig, classic route. 
you always use it for de- like the decoy to pull the defense away. And this time they're like, nah, screw it. Have it. Inside the red zone, just have it. I ain't never in my life. Shame on you, Rams. Moving Sean. Yeah, the Rams wear me. Oh, yeah. It's the Panthers, man. They are terrible. They're god awful as a franchise. Panthers, Bucks. There's nothing really to talk about here other than Matt Rule should be fired. Yeah. So, this actually, I actually got a lot of stuff I want to talk about with the Panthers. First off, y'all trading Christian McCaffrey too late. And they've announced that, they, you know, they're taking trade offers on Christian McCaffrey. Hey, they should have been done this. Pause. And everybody thinks I'm crazy. Ron, uh, in my defense of you, please get on the. You like everything from Carolina. I'm just saying, let's keep it. Modus operandi here. Let's call Carolina. Let's make a trade for CMC. Let's do this thing. Well, you want to have him play three games next year? No, let me tell you something. Because he's not. The, he wouldn't be doing everything yeah, for the enough. team. And you have Gibson. You have McKissick. And then you have CMC. That's what I. You know, and with Carolina, that's been my beef since day one with him. He can't. He can do everything. It ain't right to make him do everything. Right. It's not. It's he, not. He is a Ford a pickup truck. Yeah. Who is a fantastic truck yeah. towing a dump truck. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Don't. He go for about a hundred miles, and that transmission is clapped out. <laughs> yeah. Hey, put the man on the pavement. Don't let him ride down the interstate for a while and watch how marvelous and smooth he rides. Yeah. It's probably yeah, a you don't, That's what I got. He's not getting beaten up every yeah, single play. I'm telling you. Yeah. Bill Belichick will put Christian McCaffrey into the slot and put that man in the Hall of Fame in three seasons or less. Yeah. I guarantee. You think Wes Welker was coming out the slot? Mark Chris ten thirty five. You think well work? Hey, Wes Welker was good coming out the slot. Christian McCaffrey. Would Christian be McCaffrey would have slaughtered folks like twelve hundred yards a year at bare minimum. Like All 115 day. catches, 1200 yards, and 10 touchdowns. Tell me I'm wrong. He would have been. He would be. He is the Debo Samuel. Yeah. He, yeah. You know of you know, whatever team he goes to. Seeing Christian there. McCaffrey have a good offensive coach like Kyle Shanahan would be boy. Mm. But I'm telling you, Carolina, you need to get rid of him now. And that's not a knock towards Christian. That's a knock towards you guys as a franchise. And I put in our uh, hey group. You know, I'm saying the finals on Facebook at third and eight that he was washed. Probably the wrong choice of words. You know what I'm saying? Now, my viewpoint was Carolina's paying him like $12.5 million a year. Right now, they're getting no return on their investment because they have rode that train too hard. It, you know what I'm saying? They're running him hard and, you know, hung him up wet or whatever that saying goes. But I would trade him, you know, have some draft capital to come back and try to build an offensive line. You think they're going to try to use that to get Watson, the CMC trade to Texas? They'll be paying. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Because you got some picks you can give up, and you can give up CMC. Yeah, but Sam Donald's still there. You're still paying Teddy. And if I'm not mistaken, you still got to pay Cam next year. But you ain't got no quarterback. Y'all still got no offensive line. You ain't got no defense. Much as Depends I much listen, as much as I love Taylor, you know, Watson, if, he, if you'd like to come to Washington. And in CSC, if you could work out a deal. That's so how do you feel about Matt Rule? Uh, fire him. Yeah, because I feel like that, that's another head coach. And, and I feel like happen. it's a little bit of a hypocrisy for me to say that because he's only been there two years. I didn't think he was a good hire to begin with. Yeah. Of course, I don't think the owner should have that team. I don't like the owner. I don't Stuff like anything peppers. about oh, yeah. oh, sorry, that team except peppers. for some of the players. I like Chin. I like Burns. I like my like Chin, too. So, but I don't. I don't. Yeah. I'm. No. They need to clean house all the way up to the owner of that team. I agree. See. Like. Yeah, fire Matt Rule. Yeah, and sorry, Matt. Go, yeah. You'll be good. go back to college, Baylor, wherever. Go, you know, go have fun. So since that was completely about the Panthers, Tampa Bay has had 13 wins this season. It is the first in a season for them in franchise history. Okay, um, I'm sick. Of not much to talk about with Tampa, other than they're probably going to win the Super Bowl again. Tom's going to have more Super Bowls as an individual than any other team has as as a as a dynasty. You know, across their entire 
existence. I cussed um, it to a fifty market. And Did you? Yeah. You know they they're capable of winning regardless of whether they got Antonio Brown or not. <sighs> but, you know uh, they will find One a way. One more segment for that. Chris, hit it. You segment you segwayed me into that by accident. Kids, get off my it's time for Old Man Mondays with Brandon. Well, I've been marinating hey, on this one for a whole week. Antonio Brown, man, what is wrong with you? I'm, I have set up here doing defending his tactics now for two seasons. He quits mid-game on his team. The, this isn't a problem. It's not the fact he quit. He threw his stuff into the stands and did jumping jacks going out of the, uh, the MetLife stadium. But he's hurt. Then he wants to come back the very next night. Hey, I'm hurt. I got an ankle injury. I'm not doing jumping jacks. Hey, first of all, for any reason. I'm definitely not doing them on a sore ankle. And then he's going to send out a text thread up from, hey, it's B.A. Ain't no man in your life ever texted you and said, hey, it's B-. My name is Brandon Adcock and I'm never going to text somebody and say, hey, it's B.A. That man is savoring your phone in the B.A. That was a fake text thread. You're a fake individual. I'm tired of you. And how you going to go on national radio and call out Tom Brady saying he's a fake friend? He got your ass in Tampa to begin with. He got you in New England to begin with. You messed it up. You're kidding. It's your fault. You're the one who's cracking up, okay, A.B.? I'm tired of you. You've been a diva since Mike Tomlin had you. That Mike Mike Tomlin is dang on near insane as an NFL head coach. That dude probably needs therapy having to deal with you, Juju, and Clay, uh, he Chase Claypool all the dang on time. You ruined it with Big Ben. You ruined it with Tom Brady. And don't make me, you know what I'm saying, you know, hey, stand up here, you know what I'm saying, no, defend Tom Brady. That dude has went to bat for you three different times, and you messed it up every time. I'm tired of, you know, everybody saying he's got mental health issues. What no, I'm fat, and I got mental health issues. You don't see my jumping Jackson off every time I get outside pissed off at work. What is wrong with you people? Stop defending this dude, man. I'm tired of every time. Every time Antonio Brown does something, sorry, Chris, he's got mental issues. Don't we all take some medicine and grow the hell up? I'm sick of it, man. Every time, like every time when AB is doing something stupid, I hope that dude never touches a football again. And I could be dead wrong here in about two weeks. It could be something come out saying he was really hurt, though, and I'm going to backpedal, you know what I'm saying, like an NFL CB. That's fine. Until that point, prove me wrong. I'm sick of Antonio Brown. It's always his fault he's doing something stupid. And don't dare. Hey. How are you going to rag on Tom Brady? He got you to two competent organizations, won you a Super Bowl, and are you going to badmouth him? Come on, man. What the hell is wrong with this cat? I'm sorry, Chris. Sorry, I've had this enough for two weeks in the bag. So has Antonio Brown been an accidental segue to your acknowledgement of Tom Brady's greatness? I never said Tom Brady won't great. I just don't like his. So I'll tell you my opinion on that deal is. Hey, you me for 30 seconds. I'm in timeout. It wouldn't matter to me, Brandon. If if two weeks from now it come out that Antonio Brown was really injured, that doesn't matter. No, because players get hurt every game yeah. and they don't take their you know clothes off yeah. and do jumping jacks through and, the crowd. And here's the deal: Man, what is wrong with you? What just what in God's name? Hey, we possess you to snap mid game, and it may come out that they denied him his targets. You got yourself suspended for three games off your stupidity. You're the reason you didn't get them targets. You're the reason you didn't make them catches. First, you're of the all, reason you didn't score them touchdowns. His suspension was stupid to begin with, but still, you he 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 is always <laughs> one who puts himself in a predicament and then blames everybody. He's a petulant child, and his talent has always overridden that. And I'm glad. He finally just walked out and said, the heck with it, because I hope the whole league does it with him, too. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> I nailed the dismount on that. Yes. So, look, you you can say that they were – what is he talking about? They weren't – they denied him his targets. First off, nobody's denying you your time. You had a Brady, whole other game. Tom Brady would throw to me if I was open. You were 80 yards away from $333,000. You were like one touchdown away from three hundred thirty-three more thousand dollars, and you were like five catches away from three hundred thirty-three more thousand dollars. He's saying that he couldn't make. A you cool had meal a game and a half left to do it. 
And then the playoffs. You're the, let me tell you something about Tom Brady. Tom Brady loves Gronk. Tom Brady didn't throw to Gronk a lot. You got Mac. I was Tom Brady throw to Gronk this time. They were matching Tom, uh, Gronk up one-on-one man coverage. Look, Tom Brady look, said, look, I like that look, matchup. I'm going to throw him the ball. Look, last year, the, last year doing the uh, game against the Packers, and um, the uh, he tied again though for the NFC. He threw two touchdown passes to Scotty Miller, who's a pasty little white dude that's like five foot nine with he got one scorching feet. He got one today. With Mike Evans, A.B., Gronk, and Chris Guy. Tom Brady don't care who you yeah. are. Are you open? Is it the matchup that I want? Aaron Rod- yeah. These, these really high-level quarterbacks are not going to force for the guy just because yeah. he's, you know, who he is. No. They're just not. Aaron Rodgers don't do it. But he they will call Adams. plays. You can't scheme tell, a guy yeah, open. They will scheme you open, Antonio. But the matchup. In a game that we need to win, we were trailing in, is favoring Gronk. In I want to throw that ball. Yeah, but in the previous game against Carolina, he had like nine targets yeah. by half. So it ain't like you had beef for Bernie. He was fine when he was in Carolina. And you I don't you look, the ball every other play. You're Come a on, number man, one wide receiver, bro, in the NFL. Yo, you were one of the best there ever was, was in the position. Say, for a five year stretch. You yeah. could have argued he had the greatest five-year stretch in NFL history. All time. You could have argued that and almost to a T would have nailed it. So it ain't like he's talent deficient. He's stupidity. Yeah. I don't, yeah, don't want to hear no a mental health crap, dude. God I'm so sick of that being the excuse of everybody who lacks an actual disability. I'm just going to be real with you. I'm sick and tired of hearing it from football players. And it's like the one clutch like, you can't question, yeah, like, which is annoying. Yeah. Because if you do something wrong... Let me Bro, tell you, hey, so, I, look, I'll, full disclosure, I am a disabled vet. I have 60% disability through the VA because of PTSD from my time in the Army. I found that out after 15 years later, basically, like 15 years after my service. What do I do every day? I still get up. I go to work. I don't get to take my clothes off at my job when my boss says something I don't like. Hey, you did that on a show once that we had to edit it out. That That's different because <laughs> I, 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 I mean... You about fired me for that. I did. So, <laughs> all I'm saying is I got to go to work every day. I have a clinical disability through the VA from a psychologist. Yeah. But I'm still functional, bro. You're an NFL athlete. There's He's no excuses, child, dude. Bro. He is a child. It's almost, I'll be real with you. People who do that piss me off because there are actual people out there. They can't help it. That cannot help their real disability. And some of it is mental that are in institutions that actually have disability, that you're basically mocking when you do shit like that. When you're saying, as a professional athlete who I makes millions myself. of dollars a year, that the only reason I went out and shoved my ass is because I have a mental disability. Get out of here. I swear, boy, Chris going to be busy Get on the Get out of here, bro. I am a page and a half deep, bro. I'm just... All right. Look, we got four more games we need to cover, fellas. Four more games before we take a break. All right. All right, Chris, make the them quick. first you one got? is Seahawks-Cardinals. Okay, yeah, the Seahawks finally pulled one off and beat the Cardinals. Man, the Cardinals are just unraveling. Though Pete Carroll, mark my words, <laughs> you heard it here first on third and eight Sunday night. At what time is it? Nine forty-six p.m. He gone. Ooh. Pete Carroll is gone. G O N E gone. Where's he and gone? Does that mean to? that Russ Wilson stays? They gonna keep Russ. Where does Pete Carroll go to? Probably to the house. He's almost seventy. He'll find somewhere to go. Though. Like all kidding aside, he'll find somewhere to go, you know what I'm saying, for a year or two. I would like Pete in Minnesota. I wouldn't mind it. Just keep it above with you. Like, I wouldn't mind Pete in Minnesota. As long as he don't bring Daryl Bevel with him. He's in Jacksonville. I'm just saying. <laughs> I hate Jacksonville. Next up, <laughs> Patriots-Dolphins. That was an interesting matchup. Dolphins yeah. coming out 33, Patriots 24. Nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see Except here. Except Tua <laughs> winning nine games again. 
Did he make the playoffs? Huh? No. Okay, I'm done. He won more than Washington. Did y'all make the playoffs? No. And we didn't either. <laughs> Just saying. Wow. Yeah, I mean, the Miami does have some some nice things going forward. Somebody, I do, you know what I'm saying, no, I do want to talk about real quick. Is do you Ricky think Tua is going to be there next year as a starting quarterback? I think so. I think he will. I think he will, too. But I think he'll have a short leash. You know who ain't going to have a short leash, though? Jalen Waddle. <laughs> you think? That rookie wide receiver out of Alabama, boy, I'm telling you, he don't get as much love as um, Chase, but he is the only player in Miami that has any kind of talent outside of Duke Johnson. He's got 99 catches, 988 yards, and five touchdowns. 99 catches. His receptions among rookies in NFL history. 99. He was one short of 100. They've done that man dirty in the last play of the game. Just give him a little hits. Yeah. Yeah. You know, give him 100. As far as I'm concerned, Jalen Wilder, you got 100 catches and 988 yards your rookie year. Very impressive. Very impressive. And you still did that. Saints Falcons. Uh, Nothing to see here, folks. Saints 30, Falcons 20. Real quick, don't play quarterback for the Saints. Nobody. (laughs) Jameis Winston. That seems to be out. the problem they're having. Jameis Winston, <laughs> out for the year. Taysom Hill, out for the year. Who was the other one me and you used to argue about all the time? Uh, who was the Drew backup? Brees, out forever. Oh, no, great. <laughs> what are we talking about? He was the Saints backup after um, um, hey, Winston got hurt. Was it Trevor Simeon? No, he he's the one who's in there now. But he plays something. Yeah, know. it was Trevor Simeon, yeah. Yeah, yeah because okay. they played Simeon, though, because yeah. Hill was injured. Yeah. And then they played Ian Book, who got stomped on Monday Night Football against yeah. the Dolphins. So they played a four quarterbacks this year in the 17 games. Hey, now they know what Washington feels like. I was going to say, the Saints are going no, the For different reasons. Actually, you know what? Pittsburgh, check the Saints out. <laughs> they rushed Breeze. No, hear me out. They rushed Breeze out the door. Last year, Breeze had them in the playoffs. Jameis Winston, injured, can't really help it. He started off hot. And then you're stuck with Trevor Simeon and Taysom Hill. I ain't mad about and, Taysom, but Simeon kind of sucks. God almighty, boy. I'm I'm telling you, Pittsburgh fans, long haul look at it, um, Saints and just ponder it for a second. Be like, hey, look, don't rush Ben out quite yet. Ben could probably talent-wise play one more year because Ben is bad year to some quarterback's career years. Now, I'm not, he's done. He needs to go. I agree. But, right. go ahead. but, still the fan, just take a long haul look at the Saints. I'm telling you, that's what's coming to I'm saying that very soon. Last I'll tell you one, what's no coming. Surprise. Oh. Hold on. Last one, no surprise. Bills, Jets. Yeah. Uh, Bills, Bills won. on top. Yeah. Jets suck. <laughs> uh, speaking of things that shouldn't come as a surprise, it's time for our break. We'll thank Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment for sponsoring this hour, third and eight here on Next Door Radio. And nextdoorradio.com. It looks like we wrapped up this week in review. So when we get back, we're going to go over some predictions for the first week of the playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs. Playoffs. It's here, folks. Oh, well, not for us. But I'll be honest. Yeah, that's true. Here's the deal. It's a bittersweet moment because we're getting excited for the Super Bowl. That means football season's only got a few weeks left. And then Kick we're back to the I'm drought. Down. And we're back to the drought. And if you're a fan of, like, the Colts or Washington football team, it's already over for you. Understand. All right, when we get back, we're going to jump into uh, playoff predictions. And uh, we might even announce uh, the winner of the third name fantasy Football uh, competition. What do we call that this year? We got to think of a fancy name next year. I don't know, but this year I'm third and great, you heard. <laughs> when we get wow. back, we'll talk about it. <laughs> Chris said, wow.
Justice left to us. Oh, boy, that's not good. Mouth is open and everything. Wrong. That was very, very wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he won't kiss me. It was a hot take. It kissed me five minutes and got your payback. <laughs> Third and eight is back. Hey guys, welcome back to Throwing an 8 on Nick Stowe Radio NickStowRadio.com. Here's the happiest time of the year for me sometimes and also the saddest time because the starting of the playoffs... Is it Thanksgiving again? Oh. Fair enough. <laughs> the starting of the playoffs means it's the end of the NFL season or it's trending in that area. Um, So, none of us have teams in the playoffs. I guess that's the only side to your team being knocked out early is you can just watch and almost just watch in peace unless you're like me and you got teams and people you cheer against. Um... Jason has one team he cheers against uh, the obvious reasons, and I, too, cheer against that team because, well, I just don't like them. And also Tampa Tom, I don't care for Brady. But anyway, he's going to win, probably. Here's what we're going to do, you know what I'm saying, in the seven notes, we're going to break down how we think the playoffs are going to shake out. Real quick first, obviously, with, you know what I'm saying, the regular season wrap-up is we have our picks from the prior year, and we need to discuss who won, who come in second, who come in third, mm-hmm. and how do we feel going into next year as far as our picks go. Uh well, I will tell you this. Uh, I think we should cover the fantasy, uh, the uh, third and eight fantasy. Do you think bowl it's okay? Yes, first. I have time. Okay, yeah. Um, coming in third place. Yep. Uh, congratulations to Anthony Hernandez. Yeah, probably. Frosty uh, made the final four yep. uh, to the playoffs. Uh, suffered a tough loss in the playoffs. Uh, and oh, it was up, to me in the first round. Yeah, I waxed and, and, and what happens? And he ended up coming back, finishing third place. Not right. a bad job. Congratulations. Right. Um, I also want to give him props for this. We we uh texted him before the show started, um, to send him out his prize for competing and, and finishing third place, and he said. As a matter of fact, I want to donate that to the the podcast and to the show. Yeah, the big props and to you, so, Thank big you. props, to Anthony Hernandez. I'm going to send him much love. And I think, uh, as a token of our appreciation, we're probably going to get you a T-shirt and send it out your way too. So, be expecting that here soon. I'm Moving about on, soon, boy. The mail system in Russia. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, it's coming relatively soon. Yeah, <laughs> depending on the mailman and and how he wants to work with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> be there for Christmas, 2022. Uh, second place. Congratulations to Kevin Wagner. Uh, heck of a job. Um, you know, Kevin and I, we have our disagreements on other things, but what I will say is he he, he made some really good picks. Uh, in this, you know what? For him to get as far as he did with the quarterback drafts that he made was amazing. Uh, and he, did, he didn't lose this championship by much. It was tight, tight ball game. Um and, uh, you know, congratulations, Kevin. Uh, and so I know Brandon has reached out to him as well. We haven't heard a response back so that we can coordinate uh, his prize as well for finishing second place. Congratulations. Now, just for reference, his two quarterbacks are Tua and Taysom Hill. Yeah. Now, but the back half of his roster was where he made his hey. He got Jonathan Tater, Lamb, Gronk, Swift, and Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you, you can sometimes – they bypass these quarterbacks early on and load up the back end of your roster and find your two quarterbacks who are at bare minimum competent. Yeah, and he did a good job of that. Congratulations. Could have very easily won. Yeah, uh, it was tight. It was for tight. second place, congratulations, man. And uh, we appreciate you competing. We look forward to you competing again next year. And that leaves us with one person. The number one seed, the number one winner, the number one guy, the champion, whatever oh. you want to say. 
This year, it goes to the most undeserving person I could ever think of. <laughs> how how in the heck he made it to the championship, I don't know, with some of his decisions. But it worked out for him. <laughs> it worked out for him. It and it's our very own, it's our very own Brandon Adcock. Congratulations on the win. Justin Herbert, out. two touchdowns, put him over the top. I got Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, Diggs. Cooper Cup, who's been my MVP of my fantasy team, I got him in the fifth round. Been a steal of the year. Mark Andrews, who's the top two, uh, tight end in fantasy. Aaron Jones, hey old Leonard in Tampa Bay, he's on the IR. Big year for him. Hey, top ten running back in fantasy, and you know what I'm saying, Jamal Williams and everybody else. I made some tweaks along the way. Y'all know how fantasy work. You know what I'm saying, make some tweaks along the way. You know, hey, make it do what it do. But Cooper Cup and Mark Andrews, Josh Allen, and Diggs, y'all been killer for me this year, man, and uh. I'm good. I like yeah. It. I like it. I like and, it. I like and it. for full disclosure, um, you know, to do away with any concern about uh, helping Brandon win this, rigging it in his favor, I did everything I could to rig it in not his favor because I don't <laughs> want to have to deal with him uh, bragging about this. You know what's worse is that I scored the whole league by 200 points. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. It, so, but with all that said, congratulations, Brandon, thanks, uh, on I your win. You. Uh, we let's go, Brandon. For, yeah, let's go, Brandon. Hashtag, uh, we'll see you next year in, in this competition. We're going to do an even bigger, better, more robust competition yep. next year. We were just trying to fill out the waters this year, so we thank everybody for competing. That's Absolutely. my next thing. Thank Absolutely. you all who Absolutely. competed. Obviously, the money raised from this went to helping fund the podcast, keeping it going, uh, getting equipment, things of that nature, keeping our show going out there for the few who, who like it. Um, and thank you all three of you. We appreciate you. Um, but with that said, we also had another internal competition that we want to build on next year and get the audience more involved in. But this year we were testing the water, seeing how it might work, oh and it's our picks of the week. This year, coming in with 123 correct, uh, 105 correct picks, finishing in the top three was me. <laughs> Yeah, third place, not a bad place to be. Um, congratulations, self. Yeah, horse racing, you don't want some money. Yeah, <laughs> third place is not a bad place to finish. Um, in second place, taco I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it's kind of like taco. Um, third, third place, three people. Um, so in second place with 120 correct picks was our virgin football picker. Did I stutter? Did Christopher Perrier. Christopher Perrier. Nice job, Chris. First year fan. Come in. Blind as a bat. I'm telling you. Just, it's like watching your son grow. Yeah. It's like, why ain't that, it's like, why ain't that pass interference? Is that a holding call? He hit him early. Ain't that, uh, yes, it is, Chris. I'm proud of him. 120 correct picks. Let me tell you something. He was three picks out of first place. Yeah. Three picks out over the course of a season. That's how close this was. With 123 correct picks, somehow this is Brandon's lucky year. He ended up winning this thing. So another first place finish. Congratulations, Brandon. I do my best on the on the picks of the week. Something I do want to say though is I had a really good week like two weeks ago, and I went like 12 and two. Yeah, that's what pushed me over the edge. Yeah, I had a really bad week basically every week. I was going to say which helped put me in last, uh, you know, third place. So. Uh, now, with that being done, obviously this resets because the playoff is its own thing. And so now we're going to jump right into our playoff picks, and we're going to do uh, you know, a little playoff competition. Again, this one's going to be internal because we're just filling out the waters. We want to make sure that everything works well and we can track it right. But know that next year coming up, it's going to be heavy audience involved. So with that said, who do you want to start with, AFC or NFC? 
Chris? I don't have the schedule. Oh, Brandon? Um, well, no, I just picked one. AFC or NFC? Uh, oh, uh, AFC. All right, AFC. Alabama, AFC. Are right, the one series the Tennessee Titans and they get the automatic buy as far as the playoff goes? I hate the Titans and Nissan Stadium is going to be a tough place to play or to alliance it. Yes, yeah, Nissan Stadium. Now, who plays in Allegiant Stadium? I don't know. probably some crap I'm making up. But the Tennessee Titans have the um, starting by the AFC Conference. The Chiefs play the Steelers or the Las Vegas Raiders. That game is yet to be decided. So, it doesn't matter who they play, Chris. Were you saying Allegiant Stadium? Yeah. That's the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay, so I knew that stadium existed somewhere. Okay, so the Chiefs, uh, the, the two seed, have who's ever in the numbers. So it's either Pittsburgh or, or Las Vegas. Does not matter. Kansas City is moving on. Wild card round. Kansas City is moving on. I would I agree with that. Play. Yeah, I think Kansas City is going to make it through there. That shouldn't be a problem. No, they'll have Pittsburgh. They might have Pittsburgh. That's or the Las Vegas yet. Raiders. Pittsburgh is going to be seven. If if the Raiders lose, they're seven. If the Raiders win, the Steelers win. are out. Yeah. No, the Steelers still win. Steelers are on the bubble. Yeah, they're on the bubble of whoever loses is out between the Chargers and the Raiders. Yeah. But if they tie, then both of them stay in. So it's the, confusing. So it's the Steelers are in no matter what. Mm-hmm. That's not what I heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not what I heard either. That's, that's how it was, that was what it is. It what? says Steelers are lost. There's, there's two playoff berths available. Unless it ends in a tie. If it ends in a tie, then the, the Steelers are out. The Steelers are out. Yep. Okay, so the Steelers are in. Regardless. They're in, She's regardless. Right. If one of them wins, they're, they're in. That's right. Yeah. But if, the, okay, if well, they tie, which could happen. Yeah. But, but yeah, anyways. Like, all right. Chiefs so, moving on. You're, you're picking the Chiefs regardless Absolutely. of who they play. Yes, sir. Every day, twice on Sunday. Yes. I'm going to pick whoever they're playing. Oh, wow. Even if it's the Raiders? Even if it's the Raiders, they're going to lose. I think the Chargers could take them. If it's the... Wait. Yeah, if it's the Chargers, I'll take the Chargers. Otherwise, I'm going to. Yeah, they wouldn't face the Chargers. If the Chargers win, though, the Chargers are in seed number six. It says the Steelers or Raiders had to be seed number seven. Yeah, it'll okay. be Raiders or Steelers. Oh, then the Steelers. I'm going yeah. Chiefs. Okay. And the next game on the docket is the Buffalo Bills against the L.A. Chargers or the, the New England Patriots. I'm going to say this. If Buffalo plays the Chargers, Buffalo is going home in the first round. They played the Patriots. I think that Buffalo they would beat their old um, AFC's rival and move on. Is there like a caveat we could put in there if Buffalo plays the Chargers? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we don't quite know who's going to be there yet. You know, you know, due to how our show you is. You think it's going to be Buffalo or? They could play the Chargers or the Patriots right now. If they play the Chargers, Buffalo is going to lose. If he, if they play the Patriots, though, Buffalo will win. Chargers lost, Patriots win. However I think you the Bills are going to take it regardless. Fair enough. That makes it easy. Uh, I think the Pats are going to win that regardless. Moving on. Huh. All right. Next game is the Bengals against the Patriots or the Raiders. Yeah. So this whole entire AFC bracket basically, you know, you know, obviously goes against the outcome of this game. And I don't know what the score is. Do you got the score to write off, Chris? The score currently there at halftime is 14-17. Now who's up? Chargers. Chargers. Rams are up. Raiders. Yep. Raiders, sorry. Oh, fair Jesus. enough. Well, he didn't turn into me. I'll Raiders take- are 17 Chargers are 14. Give me the Patriots against the Bengals. I don't trust the Bengals quite yet, and I still think Bill Belichick is one of the – I mean, he's the best coach of all time. Okay. Chris? All right, Chris, who you got? 
I'm sorry. Who are my options? I was looking at the score. Bengals, Pats, or Raiders? Pats, Raiders. Uh, you I'll think go the, Pats on that one. So you think the Bengals will beat the Raiders, but they would lose to the Patriots? Yes. Yeah, me and Chris both. Yeah, I agree with that. Fair enough. I think that the Bengals beat the Patriots. I think the Bengals beat the Raiders. So Bengals either way on that game. Well, the uh, Chargers tried to just tie it up with a field goal, and they missed it. Well, he blew happens. it. He Chris blew it. On to the NFC where things are a little bit more solid. And I was going to say, that bracket is set. The Green Bay Packers have the number one seed in the conference, um, and they got the uh, starting by, and everybody has to come through Lambeau Field. It's a two-seed Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Eagles at the seventh seed. I'm going Bengals. I mean Bucks. Sorry. I'm also going Bucks in Bucks. a heavy way. I'm talking 20 by 21-plus. Yeah. Wow. Route. R U O T, route, and you can even stick an E on the end. Route, root, even. <laughs> yeah, that that uh, one's. Yeah, an, I, yeah, I don't see that going any other way. Yeah, I'm with Bucks. All right. So Next then that game. makes what Cowboys 49ers? Oh, I yes. hope that's yeah, a Cowboys 49ers. You know, you know, Cowboys being the three C, San Fran being the six. Dallas Cowboys are going to lose at home in Jerry World. To San Francisco, Chris? because of one man, Debo Samuel. Cowboys are gonna win. Jason's taking San Fran our principal. I love his face; it's the best. It is, ain't it? He's I mean, so he's, sacrilegious, man. I want to say sacrilegious. Forty nine. Washington's out at this point. It is what it is. Chris got a good point. Now here's the matchup that nobody kind of saw at the beginning of the year. <sighs> Me, and you thought Arizona was gonna finish last place in that, you know, what I'm saying the division, uh-huh. and they almost technically did. I mean, that was one game across the board. Arizona is not going to beat L.A. at home. The Rams and the Cardinals, I'm saying we've already seen it twice this year. I, and I want to say the Cardinals were either – actually, they split it. Yeah. Yeah, both teams are one and one. Rams are not – yeah, not going to lose to the Cardinals at home. They're just not. I'm sorry. Chris? Chris? Uh, you made a comment earlier about Stafford, and I agree with it. Sta- Stafford does worry me. I'm going to take Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. Staff infection does wear me a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna go Rams, and that wraps up. <laughs> that, that wraps that right up. Our playoff picks. Yeah, I don't know. Like, how y'all want to do these picks? Like, y'all want to do these at like one apiece still, or just what? Well, yeah, I actually, think... I got a better one. Okay. Each round goes up a point. Okay, that's good. Yeah. So we'll start. You know, hey, one. The one, next round's two. two the next round's three. three four, pick yeah. Super Bowl, you get sure. five. Okay. So on and so forth. That sound good to y'all. Yeah, surely. Good. To my name. I think we need. I think, but what we need to do, right, real quick though, is see if one of right now everybody makes a Super Bowl winner pick right now. That if you're right, you get a bonus five points. Uh, not it. Not going first. I don't want to say what I'm thinking. I'm going Bucks. Of course you are. It, Chris is going Dallas Cowboys. Oh my God. No, I was thinking Bucks, and I didn't want to say it. Well, Chris, is that where you want to go? <sighs> Not really. Uh, wow, that's that's painful there. I'm really going to be disappointed if it's Bucks Chiefs again. Why? I'll be really disappointed. I, I think, just will. I think that's going to be a matchup. Doing, and honestly, I think Kansas City is going to exercise a couple of demons from last year doing beat Tampa. No. Let me see Bucks Bills. Okay. Let me see Bucks Bills. Okay. And on that, I will still take the Bucks. Okay. Y'all taking the easy pick with Tampa Tom. I feel obligated. I, I'd like to win. 
<laughs> you want to go upset pick there for three points? We can go upset pick, but who who got on not upset pick? Oh, Chiefs. What, Chiefs? Yeah. You got right. Chiefs for the yeah. win yeah. overall? Kansas City, yeah. Okay. All right. And now, if we was to have an upset pick, sorry, I'm not talking to somebody. If we was to have an upset pick for three points, who you going with, Chris? <sighs> an upset pick. Wow. Um, maybe uh, Chargers. Might not even make it. All right. All right. And uh, upset pick cannot be the same pick. I don't want to do it to him because the flex is going to hit me if I do it. Go ahead. The Dallas Cowboys. My worst uh, Kate. Well, actually, well, yeah, that couldn't happen because he both playing NFC. I have to say, my worst nightmare is Dallas against Tampa because I hope everybody get hurt. My upset pick comes down between it's nothing crazy. three teams. Well, okay, okay. Bengals, Steelers, and the 49ers. 49ers been here before. <laughs> who 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 can pull it out? Now, because let's look at this playoff bracket real quick. Eagles, Jalen Hurst ain't been here before. No. Dak Prescott ain't been here before. No. Kyler Murray, Matt Stafford ain't been here before. No. Hey, Gucci Garak, he been here before. Yeah. Tom Brady, yeah. You know, I mean, he's seen he, the playoff. He lives here. Yeah, yeah, he's seen the playoff series or two. Rogers lives in NFC title game. Yeah. yeah, he knows where to go home at and retire. Yeah. yeah. San I, Fran I, did it to him one year. Uh, I think, then, that narrows it down to Steelers or uh, 49ers for me. And in my mind, who has a better chance playing out of last place, although 49ers is in last, they're in sixth. Well, has a better chance of playing out of the, the bottom of the bracket, uh, broad, bottom of the bracket wild card. To me, as the Steelers, my my upset pick is going to be the Steelers. All right, here's one. Sorry, I was going to let you finish. Here's one who don't count for that. Who do you want to see win? Because I got one in particular who I want to see who win. Who I want to see win? Chargers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. I want to see Chargers win. I want to see the Bengals win. That's interesting. Chargers, Bengals, I would Rogers. take. I would take Rodgers as my second. I mean, okay. I'd love to see the Chargers win. I'd love to see the Raiders win. You know what? I mean, ABT. You know, nah, I'm not interested. ABT. In hey, anybody but Tom. How about fine with How about ABD? Anybody but Dallas. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm fine with that one too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm hey, good with I'm anybody but Dallas. Yeah, yeah. Hey, ABT and ABD right yeah. here. But D, I'm, I got bad news for you on you. Who you like to see ain't gonna happen because uh, <sighs> Tom gonna be there. You know, I, mean? like, yeah. I ain't gonna lie, boy. That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah. <laughs> hey, carry yeah. aside, man. We got a good uh, hey, food segment coming up. I'm ready to eat. Oh yeah. Oh wings from Taco Bell. When we get back, thank you, Vanco Outdoor Power Equipment, for sponsoring this hour of Third Night here on Next Door Radio. NextDoorRadio.com. Be sure to check out our website at thirdnate.com and or AmericanPodTalk.com. Don't forget, Brandon's got his all-new underwear out, Third Eight Buns. Buns of Third Nate, is that what we're going to yeah, call it? Yeah. It's Buns of Third Nate. Oh, we're not doing a calendar, are we? <laughs> Jesus. I hope so. I hope Brandon lets us do a Third Nate. I was telling Brandon over the break, I hope. I'm going to try to convince him over this break that we should do an OnlyFans Oh my god! Hey, it's just me. Hey, it's just me and you crying and eating wings. Yeah. And me talking talk about yeah. y'all. He, All right, he's throwing sauce on us. All right, give me a second to make this sale. We'll get, we'll be right back after break.
Hey guys, and welcome back here to 38 on Next Door Radio, nextdoorradio.com. Prior to our break on camera, I was like scarfed my wing down because I didn't want the impression I was eating during the break. But Jake's just like, screw it, I'm eating these wings. And so it's been a big topic on social media, you know what I'm saying, um, about wings from Taco Bell. I was not interested, and I was like, you know what? Like, I already got indigestion. Can Fire I ask away. The question, though? Fire away, yes. Do they, okay, now I know there are some places they are still separate, but for the most part, do they not still share a building? Yeah, KFC, with the KFC. Taco Bell. Yeah. Is there a reason? So KFC Taco Bell had to come out with chicken. Yeah, I mean, do you don't see KFC coming out with tacos? <laughs> but Pizza Hut. Yeah, yeah, that's the next phase. Yeah, no kidding. Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, and KFC are all owned by the same parent company. But I just got a whole handful of ranch dressing. <laughs> Look at that. I'm talking well, about like, a fistful. And I'm all confused. Was there not a chicken shortage earlier? Like, could I not <laughs> this get ain't Supreme this from? Is- this is squirrel and bat. <laughs> oh, I did see something about that. Somebody I posted, posted that. I was like, we ain't seen a squirrel in six months, and Taco Bell comes out with wings. How convenient. So these are like your average wings, you know what I'm saying, They're from Taco Bell. Here's your uh, drumstick. That's the best wing, by the way. And here's your flats, you know what I'm saying, if you wear those who like flats. So, Jason, hey, since you're knuckle deep in wing sauce, mm. how do you feel about Taco Bell's wings, man? I mean, they're like a decent little fast food wing. I mean... For it to be a fast food joint, it's not bad. I mean, for it to be Taco Bell, it's really not. I mean, if I had to give it a score, I'd say somewhere like, you know, the, the, the six, seven range. Like, it's not horrible. Uh, it, it, it's not like a, um, what was the little restaurant we always liked to wait from? Kit, Mama's Kitchen Table or whatever? Uh, that little place? Oh, you're talking about Vanitos. Vanitos, not their wings. It, well, they're not open anymore. I know, but I'm just saying, their wings are way better. Exactly. Uh, I think Domino's has better wings. Oh, no. No. Domino's wings are hot garbage. Like, I would really eat cat food. Oh, <laughs> speak for yourself. So, what is it about these wings? Like, I mean, so they're breaded wings, right? Hold on, real quick. So, Chris is on keto. Yeah, it's crazy, man. He's, Try one he, wing, he, Chris. He's horrible. It is one wing. I don't like bone-in wings anyway. He's horrible. Now, that much them. I can respect because boneless are better. Agreed. Not really. But like, so so these things are breaded. Do they have any seasoning on them at all? Or? There's definitely some seasoning to it. Like, there, definitely some seasoning. I mean, it's not it. bad, man. Like I said, it's a six or seven. If um, like. If somebody got these and didn't tell you it was a Taco Bell wing, you'd be you like, these know. ain't bad. Yeah, you wouldn't know. These taste like gas station in the South wings. I agree. That's probably the best case or like the best like idea I've had, you know what I'm saying, you know, you know, to describe these as gas station in the South. Hmm. All right. That's what they remind me of. Like, if you're hungry, or go. Interesting. If you're not hungry, then they're probably just like average, you know. So what's the cost on these bad boys? Because that is a nice size box. Like you get five wings in, I think it was like six, seven bucks. I mean, they look like decent sized wings. Yeah. Okay. So taste we've already talked about, right? Yeah. What about value? Uh, wings are just high. Average that value. That, that ain't Taco Bell. That is wings are high anyway. Um, I give it standard value, like nothing. Nothing that would surprise me. You know who I'd love to see come out with some wings? Bojangles. Uh, thank you. Mm. You know who I else I'd like to see dis- come out with some wings? Popeyes. Thank you. <laughs> you know who I'd like to see come out with wings? Chick-fil-A. <laughs> that, that too. <laughs> and the peanut oil wings. But I'm I just mean, saying. I, like, technically, they already got them, though. They call them nuggets. It was different. It's not because I get my boneless. <laughs> That's why it's different. <laughs> These are real wings. This, I know, comes from an actual animal. Because there's bones in there. Well, you're boneless. You don't really know. People got bones. I just want to leave that out there. Well, these be really little people. 
That's why it's so good. <laughs> oh my god. In the day, close out. I say, look, if you're in a hurry, you want a little wing, you can do it. It's not what I expected. What did you expect? What did you expect? Trash? You know how social media is just stupider for the most part. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? People like to over-exaggerate everything, you know what I'm saying, for jokes and whatnot and statuses and likes and, you know what I'm saying, everybody kind of dense. If nobody told you them was Taco Bell wings, you would eat them. I guarantee it. But what did you expect? I guarantee I expected something to be utter trash, like reindeer ankles or something. I mean, it could be reindeer ankles, but they taste fine. Yeah, like Wookiee feet or something. I don't know what I like. Fried rubber. That now I may wake up tomorrow and have salmonella, <laughs> and then my whole opinion has changed. But as of right now, Sunday night on January 9th, I mean they're pretty good wings. Here's my problem, because I do have a problem. It's never enough wings in the box. Well, beyond that, put the wings aside. Taco Bell. If you're going to branch out and do wings. And God knows what else you got planned. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with expansion. Nope. But don't forget what you do or did first and are supposed to do well. Yeah, you the are Quesarito, Taco Bell. Mexican pizza. Right. Aren't they bringing that back to Mexican pizza? Well, before they bring that back, they better make sure they get the, the burrito right. Like, all I wanted tonight, Brandon's like, hey, man, you pick me up a burrito box? I'm like, hey, ma'am, can I get a burrito? And she's like, Burrito? It's no joke. In the drive-thru line, she's like, burrito? What are you talking about? At Taco Bell. I said, you know, like the a burrito. Like a taco, but a burrito. In, in, in a box. <laughs> yeah, like the tacos, and she goes, well, yeah, like I the can tacos get you, dad? She's like, I can get you some chalupas. No, I'd like a taco, but rolled different. Yeah. So, I had bigger. In full you. disclosure, I had stopped in Creedmoor to get the wings, and then Brandon... You know, let me in on that. He was on a little bit more. So I had to stop in Oxford. So I don't know about the cream one, but the one in Oxford, when she said, I don't, a burrito. Hey, that five dollar box habitually is what I get in cream more. I can with do an extra soft taco and a Baja Blast dude because I'm an American. She, she goes, Well, I, I, I could do some chalupas. And I'm like, Is this a car deal? So I just, <laughs> <laughs> hey, seriously, give me a tundra. So I just pulled out. <laughs> four by like, four. I just crew left the drive through line. I was like, man, I can't. Like, how are you going to respond? Just now, he just look up at the thing, just, it just ease off real slow. <laughs> I was like, really? Yeah, like he so just I stole text something. Brandon, I'm like, uh, no burrito they box. They yeah. don't do burritos at Taco Bell anymore, apparently. They gave all that up when the chicken wings came out. They're moving yeah. in a whole different direction. Like, we should have seen it. Have coming. you ever had fast food chicken wings, though, Chris? Like, Wingstop, Zaxby's, whatever? Zaxby's is good. I've, okay. No, I've, I mean, I've had, like, Wing Street. Yeah. But, like, but always the boneless. What about yeah. East Coast wings? Anything like Never that? Never heard of them. Oh, Never, never heard of had wings. I've had, uh, you know, granted, I've heard of it, but I ain't never had it. So you remember, um, what is the little place? You used to be a, spon- a sponsor of ours. Um, I was gonna say pickle pubs. Pickle it? pub. Yeah, yeah. They, they had, had some, some good there. wings. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Better, better than these wings. Oh yeah, for sure. These, they didn't quite have enough crisp to them. That's probably the one complaint. That and just give me something else besides ranch. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind the ranch because honestly, the ranch is one thing that gave them flavor for me. That's what I would say about these wings. Well, that's what I'm saying about these wings. They're a six or a seven for me because they're bland. Yeah. You add some crunch and just a little bit of season, like some spice or something, you're going to have some. I'll tell you the other thing that disappointed me Taco Bell. If I order wings from Taco Bell, even if you have KFC in the same building, I expect there to be a Taco Bell logo on the ranch packet that you give me. And I I told you, it's the same company. Instead, I had. KFC. KFC Brandon on the ranch pack. That might not mean anything to any normal people, but to a marketing guy, yeah. that mean that pissed that made me mad. It upset him. Yeah, he's very first, angry. First, you sell wings. I'm over that. 
Second, you tell me you no longer do burritos, which even by the pictures on your menu are supposedly still there. They are. And then you give me ranch from your sister restaurant when you're supposed to be branding that you do chicken now. I just, hey, I don't KMC know. You need to change the game and come out and do tacos. Oh, uh, that's what I'm saying. Burger King did tacos. <sighs> I, I know sure I they had did. One. They were like yeah. And they're not horrible. Yeah. I've so all worse. I'm saying is overall score. I'm going to give them like a four right now. Talk about you have disappointed me. I'd say a five and a half to a six. Mm, I don't know. Well, let me go ahead and give you a little bit of bad news real quick. What? <clears throat> Las Vegas, 20. Chargers, 14. I don't know why you're saying bad news. I told you Raiders were going to win the game. Unexpected. It did. It did. Un- called unexpected. Now, Raiders like a dark horse. No pun intended. All right, moving on. We'll see you guys next week. In the meantime, if you wouldn't be so kind, jump over to our website, thirdnate.com and or AmericanPodTalk.com. Oh, hey, real quick, I'm going to cut you off. Tomorrow, though, I'm getting my first airplane flight. Ah, oh, yes. But if I die, know two things. I hate Tom Brady, and I hate North Carolina Tar Heel basketball. And that's about all I want you to know You aren't going to die. You'll feel some turbulence right around Texas. You're going to be fine. Okay. And he's going to Vegas, folks. I am. He's going to Vegas. He's taking a couple of our kids that made it out to Vegas this year, yep. all-star players. Congratulations. Uh, big shout-out to Chapel, uh, Zaheem. I think Dakar is going out yep. there. Congratulations, guys. Uh, but with that said, we are going to peace out. Jump over to our website, thirdnate.com and or americanpodtalk.com. Check out Brandon's new line of uh, third and eight buns. Um, amazing new underwear. Check it out, guys. Let us know what you think on Facebook. Happy New Year. Jesus Christ and Byron.